Eddie, say something right now. Right now. Okay, that. That, that, when I said ha at the same time that he said something, yeah, that, link that up. That's what it is. <laughs> we make noises yeah. here. That's how it happens. Exactly. Grunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I think cameras look okay right now. I might. No, I like how Eddie's is. Eddie's belt is in the background, so we're going to keep it how it is. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, you can cut so it off perfect. if you like. I could put the so. Senron Kagura box right there if you'd like. So off the I mean, pitties. that's gonna be in your weeks, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't even know where to. I don't even know where to play. Thanks again to uh, Mr. Haru for that. Like that when he hit me up with it, I was like super stoked. I was just like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, would you be interested in some? Sen-? And I'm like, some Senran Kagura stuff. And I'm like, go on. <laughs> Let me know, please. <laughs> That's cool. When you were opening it on your stream, I was like, that's a fucking Haru game. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. <laughs> Dude, no, and then the crazy thing, the crazy thing, I swear to God, I feel, as I was opening it, as I was opening it, uh, I got raided by Lainey Marie, who's one of my uh, fellow team members <laughs> now of Dragon Realm, and she's like a super sweet, wholesome, like, Australian streamer, does cosplays, always, like, positive vibes and stuff, and she's raided me twice, and I feel like every time she's raided me, it's, as a, as much as appreciative I am of it, it's, like, always, like, the most interesting of times like i'm unboxing a fan service like loot right here and she's like great and i'm like oh shit i got titties on the screen you gotta own it you gotta, <laughs> you own, know? It, you gotta own it dude yeah i gotta own it and then like the the other time she did it i was um i was it was halloween <clears throat> and i was dressed up as captain spaulding and taking shots like a motherfucker and i was just like let's go and she comes in and i'm like oh <laughs> Hey. <laughs> uh, you're known so as the she's party awesome. guy i'm known yeah. as the party guy yes the, yep. the people bring the party to me or i bring the party to them but exactly oh my god yeah what's going on fellas not much all right boys you want to get into the iceberg yeah uh, yeah we can all righty give me a second we'll switch on over this is a pretty big news thing but we decided to do it with our news articles yeah, give me a second. I got to fix cameras on this one. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> yeah. So the problem is with OBS, sometimes you can copy like webcams and shit like mm-hmm. that. But sometimes if you copy them and put them into another scene mm-hmm. and then start fucking with them in that scene, yep. it fucks with them in the other scene. Mm-hmm. So I had to completely remove it and put brand new ones in. Yep. So that's crazy. Uh, you guys talk about this shit and I'll work. On I mean, it's, it's really clean, though. Okay, so no, it is Capcom on the sixth, which is about four days ago, recently came out with this video policy that has everybody scratching their heads, going like, "Oh, this is cool," and other people going like, "What the fuck is this?" I I snuck into Doctor O's stream like right at the tail end as he was talking about it, right before he was about to sign off. He is a little bit more apprehensive in like tackling this hard. Whereas I did hear a little things coming from Maximilian where he was just like, this isn't really all that bad. And I've, I've read through some of these things and I'm like, this, this doesn't seem like too big of a deal, but it does fuck over one specific like group, one specific metric. Yeah. So Capcom's video policy is like, it starts off like this. Capcom is grateful to have such a passionate and loyal fan base who wants to keep, create 
engaging content with game footage of our titles. We encourage your creativity and ask that you follow the guidelines below using the same game footage of our titles. Please note that the following guidelines only apply to IPs owned by Capcom. For anything related to content owned by third parties, you must check with the proper rights holders. So number one, creative content. You may, you can make walkthroughs, tutorials, let's plays, speed runs, reviews, reactions, instructionals, and other commentary style videos using our game footage to be shared on YouTube, twitch.tv, your website, and other video streaming sites. The associated step-by-step -step commentary should be tied to the live gameplay being shown, and you should provide instructional or educational value or other benefits. Number two, game footage posted online. You may not share game footage online without adding your own video or content unless the game console or device permits sharing of game footage. You may not split our game content into components, visual, vocal, in-game elements, and distribute such components as separate, con separate content. They're specifically talking about like PS3, PS4, the HD, MC, whatever the fucking, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, Yeah, where you have to get the splitter and HDCP, all that stuff. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Not official Capcom video. <laughs> Fan content may not be promoted as official Capcom content. Only Capcom music. Please note that some game tracks or songs may be may not be owned by Capcom, but are instead licensed from an artist of a, or another group. As this varies from game to game, please be aware that the music may trigger content flags and potential removal of the video. Game soundtracks may not be posted or distributed separately or apart from the game footage. So what they're targeting here is if you are ripping the video footage or specifically the, the music, if you're ripping the music and then reposting it onto YouTube, let's say you want to listen to Ken, Ken and Alex theme from Third Strike and you just host it on your channel and it's just the music, that's a no-no. You can't fucking do that. There has to be something accompanying right. you playing the video. Audience appropriate. All fan content should be appropriate for the audience of the Capcom games. For example... If you take game content for younger audiences and make it objectionable, we reserve the right to take it down. All your only fans, Fuck your fan service. Your Rule 34, <laughs> Studio Foul, uh, like they'll never take down fucking Rule 34. <laughs> never, dude. Like I mean that's a, that thing's always going to exist no matter what. Yeah, I mean, people say that, yeah. but this gives them the opportunity to possibly go after those people. Now, is it going to be effective? Yeah. We'll see. Spoilers, any posting of any or other unauthorized disclosure of game content prior to a game's official release is strictly prohibited. Even after an official game release, spoilers can ruin a fan's experience, and we always aim to avoid them. Please be respectful of others and do not deliberately push plot reveals on people who are actively avoiding learning about them. Otherwise, please offer spoiler disclaimers as a courtesy. All right, so those are the main guidelines. So it pretty much is like if you are doing YouTube, if you're doing Twitch, if you are playing the game for, you know, general entertainment or educational benefits or anything along those lines, that's okay. Things like posting long plays are not okay. You cannot post a long play of the game. You can as you have to be actively talking of that game. You right. can do a let's play, but if you're going to go to World of Long Plays, all those games have to go come down. Everything yeah. related to Capcom has to come down. Let's see. This permit like kind of opens up a gray area because PS3 games are not like they're not out of the box allowed. They're not you're not able to stream them out of the box. You have to have a workaround. You have to circumvent the exactly the shit that's does there. that apply? 
because I have an HD I have a I have an HDMI to DVI splitter to play my games on PlayStation 3 whenever I want to stream them or capture footage. Does that make my gameplay or the like illegal, so to say? Well, there goes my Asura's Wrath playthrough. I mean, you could play it on 360, though. Uh, that's true. I can do it. And you could play it on PC, because I believe I'm almost certain it's available on PC. Way to deflate well, my joke, but thank well, you, sir. Well, hold on. So, so what's the difference between being able to play it on the 360 and the PC as opposed to the PS3? Just because it has the... The 360 doesn't have a workaround. Yeah. Work you stream okay. from the PS3. Mm-hmm. You can do it through so there. So the PlayStation... The PS3 has... Go ahead. The PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4 has a security measure yeah. which does not allow you to outright stream from those game consoles. So what right. I do is I have a HDMI to DVI splitter and I have to have an audio coaxial cable feeding into my converter in order for it to convert into a true HDMI output. Yeah. Gotcha. The PS4 was smart, and they put a toggle switch on that shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But the PS3, they did not put a toggle switch mm-hmm. on. But yeah, I don't think I don't think it would make it illegal as long as I think, I think the way Capcom is phrasing it means as long as you're doing it the way following their guidelines, even if it is on a PS3. I mean, I don't know. It is it is a interesting question. It's, it's something that. to think about, right? So if yeah, I post I mean, something. And let's just say that this one game Capcom knows without a shadow of a doubt, because I mean, because they put it out there, but they know that game only came out on PS3. And you're just like, how did you do this? Is me going through a converter illegal in their eyes? That's what the big question is for me. Not official Capcom video. You obviously cannot promote fan content as if it were true Capcom material. The music is understandable. The audience and age-appropriate bullshit. I mean, I feel bad for those OnlyFans working girls that... The cosplayers? The cosplayers, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's There's tons of other things that aren't... Ca- How does that work for, like, not OnlyFans cosplayers? Like, what about Monster Hunter cosplayers? I think that, most, I think that those cosplayers are fine, but if, okay. if fucking Jury is taking two in the back and one in the front... Then <laughs> Capcom may not like that. Yeah, I mean, it goes. It, it poses the whole thing, right? Like, it's like, are they going to have like an extensive of people or an extensive team that's going to be going through like all these cosplayer OnlyFans websites and be They're like, gonna oh, have an gonna algorithm? Have to... But it's just like, but trying to find that out and trying to pinpoint it just seems so crazy. And I mean, I I don't know. It's it, it poses the whole thing. You can't stop everything, right? No, you can't. Like. You yeah, but you can make an example out of somebody. So that I mean, much much like what happens when Nintendo finds people who are making ROMs of their games of IPs that they no longer fucking support, um, mm-hmm. and they sue them for millions and millions of dollars. You're making an example out of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the spoiler thing, I understand. The next block that they go into is uh, no commercialization. We do not allow Capcom content or any other materials to be used to make money or to gain any other financial benefit except through permissible monetizations described below. You may not limit to paid access, sell, or license your content that includes our game content to others for payment of any kind. In particular, we do not allow you to create new content using our game if a paid subscription is required for people to access our specific content. What I'm picking up from that is that if there is some sort of MMO that Capcom is uh, is putting out there or is currently supporting, and it costs them like... 15 bucks a month. And I don't know if they have anything like this, but let's just like pretend and say hypothetically, hypothetically that they make monster hunter 
a paid service, just hypothetically, you cannot make content off of that. You cannot commercialize that. Or maybe you can't like have like strats behind a fucking Patreon paywall, so to say. Right. Yeah. Um, permissible monetization. You may monetize through partner programs or advertising from YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, or any other video sharing services. Collecting co- voluntary contributions, such as through Super Chat on YouTube and bits on Twitch, is permitted so long as your video is also available for free to the public on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, or other sharing video sites. Okay, so that actually answers that question. So it can't be something where it's like subscribers only. You can only see this vi- almost like the Patreon yeah. thing that I was talking about. As long as it's yeah, free right. to be viewed at all times, then that that's the go-to. Then you're good, yeah. Mm-hmm. My question is when it comes to like emotes. Like, because technically to get an emote, you have to pay for a sub. So is that behind a paywall if you're using Ooh, something like... Because like, think of Caleb Hart. Point. Think of Caleb yeah. Hart. Like, Caleb Hart, all of his icons and his sub badges are, like, Mega Man helmets and, like, a well, bunch Dr. of... Like, Dr. Orochi's yeah. is, yeah. too. Like, Mega Man helmets yeah. are just, like, icon, like emotes and shit like that. Like, I, no, I mean, there's technically there's plenty, behind a paywall. Plenty, there's plenty of people that have... That are based around that. The Andy Gaming Network has a second channel where he basically speedruns Street Fighter most of the time. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. entire thing is revolved around Street Fighter characters, Capcom emotes, and... Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like, well, what does he do? And I asked him too. I kind of asked him. I was just like, so what's your take on it? Like, what do you think you're going to end up doing? He's just like, I'm just going to keep doing it until they actually say something. Right. He's like, because I don't even. Yeah. He's you like, can keep, you I, can go that route. Yeah. So. I I don't know if emotes apply because this is strictly talking about the video policy. But it's their likeness. Anything it is, is their it is their likeness. But I mean, like, Capcom didn't release the Rule 34 policy. They released the the video policy. So, I mean, I like, if true. there's something else going against fan art, then that's something else that they have to address or think about. I well, it, it, falls the, it falls into the line of the whole monetization thing, too, though, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what, like, Corey was trying to say, is just that it could really... Because you're essentially getting money from the subs on Twitch or YouTube or whatever by providing, like, hey, you can get these emotes. They're Capcom emotes, so technically you are monetizing from them. Right. It's, it's, it's just a ch- fucking gray area, man. I mean, it's, I don't know. I haven't looked into it as much as I should. I mean, it's going to get, it's going to be real interesting since there's a new Monster Hunter game coming out too. Right. And like, because like people like make, even like Monster Hunter icons and shit like that. It's just like, I mean, technically my, me, like my sub badges are the icons for a gem from the old Monster Hunter games. Mm-hmm. So technically they could come after me if they really wanted to. I mean, I don't make any money. So they can demonetize my shit anyway. <laughs> uh, but it's it's I don't know. That I can see why Max was a little concerned with it. Yeah. Well did you say Max wasn't concerned with it? Max wasn't concerned. Dr. O was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe you can get like fan like emotes made of the I don't know how the likeness of the I mean, all I can say is Capcom at least fucking addressed something. Right. They put something yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, Twitch not doing anything and, like, all this other shit. See, my, my thing is, like, when things like this are happening, like, you see with Nintendo with their music and, you know, there's been a lot of other things that they've been doing with YouTube. Capcom kind of addressing this, I feel like this is the beginning of something more. I feel like there's going to be, like, I was even thinking about it when I was reading the article. Is Capcom getting ready to present some kind of subscription service 
to be able to access their games or to be able to stream their games or to be able to use their content in that in that shape or form. Is it too far-fetched to think that Capcom's going to be like, hey guys, you guys want to use our games, you want to stream your, our games and all this stuff, you can buy them, but if you want to do it, you have to pay. Just to make sure that everything is squared and covered, you got to pay like about 50 bucks a month to use them on your stream. I don't see that, not based on what they're saying in block one and two. Because in block one right. and two, they're saying that all that shit is good to go. You can have the music playing as long as it's not the music by itself. Because like Capcom already has the music. They uploaded all their music onto Spotify. So like people can yeah. pull whatever they want to off of Spotify. I can stream and have fucking Third Strike music playing in the background. There's nothing stopping me from doing that. What I, what I think this is more along uh, the lines of is similar to what Nintendo did, albeit without releasing a video policy. And they just started demonetizing and taking down all this music that was on YouTube. Right. And it was just the music by itself. So that that 24-hour loop of, of Super Mario Sunshine that I had for one of our videos, that's gone. I can't have that anymore. I a lot to... of the 30, like the extended cut, uh, because I would listen to the extended of a lot of the Mario Kart 8 music. Mm -hmm. Because that yeah. shit's really good. That shit got taken down. Like... I, I, it's going to be interesting how they enforce this. If they just post it out and then never enforce it, then like, what's the point? Right. Yeah. I guess you guess you got like, you got legal documentation to like come back to, but I don't know. Cause like, don't get me wrong. I'd love to start playing third strike on my streams again. Like the music. Well, this That'd is be dope. This is saying that you <laughs> is can this telling me I can do it. This is telling you that you can do it. As long as it's just, it's just not the music. So as long as you're if you're playing or you're you're playing a game and you have that music in the background and you're talking and you're actively doing something in the channel, then yeah. I think you're good. But if it's just the but like a transition scene, that's not good. Oh, ooh, like going like on break or something like that. You're a like oh, put some music stream. on. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you're not doing anything. You might have an animation, but I mean. Where's that gray? Where's the? How far does the gray line go? So it's it's not yeah. saying anything here that you can only play the music. It's just saying only Capcom music. So when they say only Capcom music, what they're saying is like you have the good to go to play our music while it's running in the background. That's what I'm understanding from it. Because what they're yeah. saying is just like we're not going to DC DMCA you. Now, if there is other music that is owned by another record label outside of Capcom and it plays in one of their games, they're not held liable. So not yeah. saying that this is the same thing, but let's pretend that Platinum Games did not own all of the rights to the music that was in Anarchy Reigns. If that music were to pop up, then do we run the risk of getting hit with a DMCA? Something along those lines. If Capcom had something where there was more independent artists adding their music to the game, then it's subject to DMCA. Look, I have to bring something up because everyone's like, oh, DMCA. Twitch's, you, what was Twitch's uh, soundtrack thing that they came out with? I, like, you can play this music for, and it's safe for your streams. It's DMCA catching that shit, too. Are you serious? I really? saw someone on Twitter the other day. They're just like, hey, does anyone know what's going on with the, the Twitch OST program? Because one of my channels for the first five minutes got muted, and I don't use, I only use that music that they said is good to go. So the algorithm is fucking flawed. That's and Twitch crazy. Still won't address it right. Yeah. So go Twitch can go fuck itself on DMCA shit. That's crazy. I luckily yeah. have not gotten hit. Like I, I don't give a fuck. All the music that I play are all from like Guilty Gear, Undernight in Birth, fucking Blaze Blue, Third Strike, Street Fighter Zero Three. 
Like all that shit. Well, Daisuke, fir- first of all, just wants everyone to listen to his music. <laughs> so he's never gonna fucking DMCA strike anybody. Yeah, no. So. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. The thing about it is, it's like you said, it's just like trying to pinpoint what is right and what is wrong, or what you can, what you can play and what you can't play as far as the music goes. Because I find it interesting on mine. I have like a whole retro wave playlist that, according to that playlist, everything is like D- DMCA free, like or copyright free. I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And then I have another separate playlist that's more like of a also more like lo-fi or synth wave, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of share the same tracks. The point that I'm getting to is that sometimes the same track on two different playlists, it could be a different album or different from a different source or whatever. One will get DMCA, the other one won't. And I don't understand it. Like I just don't can't pinpoint because it's an automated algorithm that they're not yeah. working like that's not working right. That's yeah. wild. And then and then, and then for furthermore, like I'll play like Japanese retro funk. The playlist that I, mm-hmm. I, I shared with you guys, none yeah. of that ever gets DMCA'd. Oh, none cool. of the rest Game of Game Chops music... never gets DMCA'd. I have yeah, yet n- to have any of my channels muted. Well, they own all yeah, their none... masters. So they they straight yeah. up it was just like, yo, if you buy the music, you can play the music. That's all they fucking care about. You don't even have to buy the music. You just have to credit them. Game Chops? Yeah, I, if you go and look at their uh, thing on their front page, that's the whole reason why down below that I put, like, a lot of the music that you hear on here is from Game Chops or Overclocked Remix, and I credit them, and then that's why I had to put it on the stream channel showing the artist. As long as you credit oh. the individual artist and give credit back to Game Chops, you ain't have to buy the art. If you buy the music, then you don't have to do that. Okay... So if you buy the music, you don't you can they still want you to be like, hey, this is where I got the music from was Game Chops, but you don't have to have it on your channel, like a ticker showing what the music and who the artist is. If you okay. buy it. If you don't buy it, you have to promote it that way. Yeah, still buy their music. That's, that's what I'm dope. getting from their that I mean, we can go look at it right now. So, I mean the crazy thing the crazy thing is like that's what it comes down to. It's like bands like the Midnight. The Midnight basically said, mm-hmm. Hey, you can use our music no matter what like mm-hmm. twitch youtube streaming whatever that like we don't care our music is your music have at it have fun blah 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 blah. Right. and it's just crazy that a lot, a lot of people like that's basically what we have to look for now it's just like we have to look for artists and places like game chops that are like hey you guys can use it even if you just credit us we're okay with that you have to it's- screenshot tweets to make to back up your claim because Starbomb's done that, Ninja Sex Party's done that. You said the Midnight's done that. I shit, I think Anamanaguchi might have come out and said it yeah, as they well. Did. So, but no, here on Game Chops it says this paragraph says Game Chops music includes a Creative Commons attribution share alike 4.0 international license. You are free to use our music you purchase in YouTube videos, streaming podcasts, films or other projects as long as the musician is credited and a link is provided back to Game Chops. You may not sell or host the music files anywhere else. I could have sworn when I set everything up it says it right it didn't there. Ha- oh, wait, it didn't if have you the purchase or sample a Game Chops track then you can release it for free. If you want to sample a Game Chop song to use for profit, then you have to contact us. But it says you're free to use any music you purchase in YouTube yeah. videos. What, That's why I when was I read it particular. before, when I read it before, it didn't say purchased. So I don't mind buying the albums though. A lot of the albums I like. Yeah, and so, they're they're not they expensive. Like it's super dope. Yeah, Hyper Potions Hyper is cool, is about, cool it about it too. Yeah. So, so I got to build a whole playlist of all these artists that said they were cool with it. Exactly. So. I, that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I need more mellow death and black metal bands to be like, hey, yo, play our music. You're not going to get that. You go to Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Yeah. But you know what? You're absolutely right, dude. And that's one of the things that I was telling myself right at the beginning, too, because when I first started, when I started streaming 
in May of last year. That's what I was using. I was using like Metallica, Maiden, like hard rock stuff because that's what like I identify with. <laughs> yeah. And then the DMCA shit hit, and it's just like, well, there goes you're that. trying to and get I, Lars on your ass, man. Exactly. Yeah, but, <laughs> you but, but remember I that with Napster? I can't. Yeah, I remember Napster, dude. I remember that whole debacle. But the point that I'm trying to get is like, it's really hard, and it's especially in this platform where everybody's like using Harris Heller, like or like the uh, the the uh, Senpai music that he has, the record label that he has for the free streaming music. Um, people who are using the Twitch ones, like we end up getting the same music everywhere you go. And I'm like, look, I just want some heavy metal shit, man. Like, where are my DMCA free, like my copyright free heavy metal that's gonna be like good mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like it's part of a b or c movie you know what i mean yeah. but uh, actually i just found underneath creative commons it says all game chops remix albums and singles are sold with a creative commons license allowing you to use the re- well that's still saying sold so right yeah yeah chat like saying this is getting ridiculous back when bars were getting in trouble where bands did cover songs like goddamn, that's insane that's right that is right like there were there was a time period now it's it's kind of eased up but there was a time period where uh cover bands weren't even able to like play in bars because they'd be like oh we're we're the iron maidens exactly like that one big situation where like the iron there was a all-female iron maiden cover band and i think they were iron maidens yeah and iron Maiden tried coming down on them but you know the the cover band actually won that lawsuit because they were allowed to parody so yeah Crazy. Iron Maiden also went after that one game and made them change their name. Yeah, so. but they succeeded in that because it. I mean, it's still Iron Fury, but Ion, yeah. But I think I think the original game title was I, Iron Maiden, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. Still sounds <laughs> like. Right. Are they gonna go back to whatever century medieval and go try to sue them as well mm-hmm. because they took <laughs> that name from a torture device? Was, like yeah. fuck you, go fuck yourself. Like I love Iron Maiden, but go fuck yourself on that. It's like, fucking come dumb. on. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, the last little bits that they have on here is uh, impermissible uses, pre-release content, any posting or other disclosure is unofficially released, unauthorized or leaked video, and other leaked content of any kind in any format is strictly prohibited. Any publishing of in-game content from sources such as but not limited to leaked copies of a game prior to its official release date will be removed. We may authorize pre-release content in a select group for media review or other agreed-upon business purposes accompanied by strict guidelines for any content released prior to the official release date. That is going after anybody who's posting like, like the leaks that happened for Resident Evil 8 Village. All the Capcom leaks that just happened? Yep. Yup, that's that's they're like that's giving them coming for your asses. That's gonna give them the opportunity to go after anybody like that. Unauthorized usage. We do not allow usage of or promotion of third party programs, including hacking, cheating, etc., or devices that circumvent intended protections of Capcom titles. Additionally, we do not allow Capcom content to be uploaded onto a platform for which rights have not been granted, such as the creation of Twitch emotes featuring Capcom content. Yup. There it oh. is. There it is, boys. There it is. That's crazy. And that's specific. That that's is being that very, is specific. very specific. And that's yeah, that says creation of t- they're like specifically this shit, motherfucker. Yeah. That is unfortunate. I, like when I was reading that, I was just like, okay, well, what happens when you want to like mod the game? Like like for example, like I know some degenerates that fucking like removed all the clothing off of the, the characters in Street Fighter 5. Does that count as like <laughs> he he knows some degenerates? <laughs> I mean, I don't have it. I don't have the bot. I didn't make it. 
Yeah. I mean, this also, what about ROM hacks of like, there's a lot of really cool Mega Man X ROM hacks. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, you those, can't play. Do those get you taken down? Yeah, of course. What's the, there's the one Mega Man game. Um, What's it called? You can't stream it. Like, they've literally told you, like, you'll get in trouble if you stream that game. And people play it offline all the time. What the hell is it called? But it's supposed to be like a Mega Man Dr. X. Dr. Orochi was playing one uh, last, a couple weeks ago, where it's just Mega Man X3, but you can play a zero the entire time. Oh. Weird, I don't know, but man. Technically, yeah, it's 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 goofy, but let's. I mean, it's in black and white now. It is so like at least they have this. They have this to like go back to. It's shitty that it's happening, but at least they fucking addressed it. That's the only credit yeah. I'll give them. We got inappropriate content using Capcom tiles to create video or other content based on including mods that is illegal, Gosh. racist, sexist, or pre- prejudicial to sexual orientation. Sexual explicit, sexually explicit, disparaging, promotes hate crimes or otherwise offensive, it will not be tolerated. On a case-by-case basis, Capcom reserves the right to take down content that is found to be inappropriate or objectionable at our discretion. So, so they're saying including mods. So if you have a mod that isn't anything like that. So, like, I know that this is going off topic. It's not Capcom. But... Guilty Gear XR Revelator 2 is getting a mod. It's currently in development where they're calling it Guilty Gear XR Rev Zero, where they're taking all of the old moves that the base roster had from Accent Core and bringing it into Rev 2. So if I hear if I have to hear about fucking soul sidewinder combos oh, one goddamn time, man, the sidewinder combos <laughs> everywhere I go, I go into Boss's stream this and I see Chris be like, combo. "Yo, they're bringing this shit back," and I'm like, "Fuck me, man, we're playing Monster Hunter." Oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, like that kind of goes into the stuff that I was talking about. If if you had like yeah. a fucking degenerate fucking mod that was just like ass and titties all fucking day, they're just like, nah. Nah, you, you ain't let's say Capcom uh, let's hypothetically say Capcom own Pokemon your Pokemon cock version would get in trouble oh yeah oh yeah don't oh, don't yeah. stream that <laughs> don't stream that you can't stream it anyway <laughs> like, uh, well and that's what it comes down to that because it comes down to the whole thing right it's just like basically this is deterring people from streaming it or putting it out there by any means or purposes it's not like people are doing it yes do they exist yes can you find them online but are you going to be able to stop the entire thing? No. No. We can't even do Let's Plays of it on Pornhub now. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. It's uh, gross. It's sickening, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, video capture of Capcom publications. Any posting of video capture or of printed or digital books and other printed or digital materials published by Capcom or its licenses, such as but not limited to comic books, game strategy guides, collector's edition, art books, Capcom publication is prohibited. However, you may use Capcom publication in unboxing videos, provided that no specific content inside Capcom publication is displayed in the videos. So much for your shitty review videos. Exactly. Exactly. It's terrible. Uh, At least I'll be able to review fucking Subverse when it comes out on fucking X videos. That's what really matters. Yeah, there you go. You're going to X videos for it? I mean, you can't go go on Pornhub anymore. They fucking blocked all the fucking amateur videos. Like no, they blocked them if you're not verified. Yeah, but well, like, yeah, yeah. how do you get verified? I, it's you gotta, very you, easy to get verified. It's not, it's not, it's not hard. Yeah, you post like a picture of yourself, and you got to do like a driver's license and also yeah, some other shit. I'm not some posting shit, yeah, my driver's it, license. Whatever. You, know, you put your credit card information into other places. <laughs> 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 Why would you not put your driver's license in? <laughs> yeah, Don't try to be better than me. 
Yeah, no, the, the, the publication thing was brought up to me uh, yesterday I, by Yuna. Uh, we were, somebody came in and we were playing Street Fighter 2 on the stream. And was it, no, was it, this was on Friday. Either way, we were playing it and um, somebody was mentioning about Chun-Li. And I was like, oh, you want to talk about Chun-Li? And I bring out my Capcom swimsuit, the Street Fighter swimsuit special. Oh, and post it up on stream. Yeah. And then you take like, it down. Yeah, you can't. She's like, you won't be able to do that anymore. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely fucking right. Because Capcom yep. is saying no. Keep your sticky magazines off of streams, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Capcom's for good little boys and good little girls. It's like they hired Go fucking. Fuck yourself. <laughs> fucking Sakurai for that shit. They're the new Disney. General reservation failure to abide by these video tent gu- content guidelines may result in Capcom taking action to have your video content removed. Capcom reserves the right to change these policies at any time for any reason. Please note that this policy is not exhaustive and we reserve the right to object to any of the Capcom materials and remove such objectionable items or contents on our sole discretion. Effect of the video policy, please note that this policy is a guideline for game footage for our titles it is not intended to be nor should it be considered as expressed permission nor an official license or authorization for you to create mods or derivative works of capcom titles or content and a link to the video policy also please note that we are unable to address individual requests for clearance so feel free to share the link to this capcom video policy with anyone requesting details on our policy if you receive a violation claim from capcom directly or through a video social media platform and believe this is an error please submit a notice to the app the applicable video or social media platform disputing the violation and we will investigate on the back end there you go well the thing the thing that makes this worse dude is that like other companies are definitely going to take notice of this too and then eventually it's going to be like i feel like konami is going to end up coming up with something like this so konami doesn't make games no i know but just to just to be part of the shit show they're going to go ahead and do that you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we, we, we talked about this briefly, I think, when when the whole DMCA stuff and the music was coming out, is that we're getting to a point where now images, videos... TJ, you and I talked about that. Like how you got your Toonami stuff going on during your streams, yeah. like before and all that. We're not going to be able to do that anymore. I feel like it's going to get to a point where like all these companies are going to be like, you cannot use any of that footage. And I know people out there are like, well, you, you know, the fair rights to use, if you use it under 20 seconds, 30 seconds or whatever. And I'm like... At this point, it's it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it anymore. Let them come for me. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'll, I'll die I, on I, this cross. I, I think that's what it comes down to. I think a lot of people are just kind of like, you know what? Where you, you can do your best, but we're going to keep on doing what we're going to keep on doing, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But oh no, Scotty brings up this is the calm before the storm because no one has figured out a blanket set of rules for this garbage that every company will use the mm-hmm. minute a blanket like is set up then that's what everyone's going to use and guess what then we're going to go someone's <laughs> going to go and create a new streaming platform and have you know all this other shit it's it's <laughs> I feel like a lot of people I was I was in Barbarous King stream one time and someone's like what are you going to do if like something happens you can't stream anymore he's like I'm riding this fucking train into the ground he goes that he goes after this streaming shit goes downhill that's when I'm going to worry about shit yeah. <laughs> nice yeah that's one way to look at it man anyway but. that's that's the Capcom uh, video policy that just recently came out uh, gents, is there anything, anything that happened this week that you guys want to discuss before we get into our individual weeks? Anything at Not all? Shit. 
Not shit. Not shit. No, <laughs> no you you guys want to hear my crazy story about yesterday about my stream that happened yesterday? My stream was sure. My stream was great. Like uh, this has been a, a phenomenal week coming back into the stream um, after the two week hiatus and whatnot. But so yesterday I was I was hanging out playing some Nintendo sixty four games. In the end, I ended up playing some Call of Duty with Emerald Pixie. I ended up falling asleep like on while we were playing. Like <laughs> I was just like like nope. Like we were like trying to get. You're into not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, like we were. So, well, I wasn't streaming anymore. I was like done streaming. Oh, like okay, I had ra- okay. I had rated her channel, but the funny thing about it was, was the um. That's not even like the most interesting part about this whole story, right? Is that I'm 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 already like all right. I'm tired. I'm buzzing. Uh, I'm falling asleep. We're trying to get into the game. It's not working. And then I said I'll be back. And I guess I'll be back, man. I'm going straight to my bed. So she's like hearing me snoring like a motherfucker. Like people on stream are hearing me snoring and they're like, oh, dude, he's knocked out. Like she tried calling me and everything and it just wasn't happening. During this whole thing, my roommate had uh, what I guess was his 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 interest, the girl he's seeing or whatever. Sure. Yeah, whatever was here. And like, like I talked to her, I said, hi, like blah, blah, blah. Like I wasn't really paying much attention to her. Just kind of doing my thing, going out to the kitchen to grab drinks and, and whatnot. So I fall asleep, go to bed, I wake up and I find a note under my, like slipped under my door. And I'm like, what the hell is Housekeeping's this? Housekeeping's been here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm just like, and his, his girl, I guess they got into a fight yesterday, like somewhere along where I was like, uh sleeping sure and uh-huh. like she, she left me a note and i want to read it guys like i want yes read it. please okay. go yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> she goes she goes wait wait, wait 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 this is a scrub verse exclusive <laughs> yes scrub verse exclusive guys she oh. goes <laughs> she goes bah, 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 bah. No, she goes cheeseburger because that's what they call that's my nickname yeah. right right, right they yeah. call you cheeseburger yeah so she's like cheeseburger i meant it when i said i wanted to hang out with you she's like uh name redacted is rude and sucks you seem to have way more personality, which is what I'm looking for. He hella lies and has hella women. If you're interested, hit me up. And I'm this like, is your roommate that she's talking about. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> you've been. I'm like, first, first, first and foremost, like fucking bold of her to be like, I'm gonna hit up his fucking roommate and shit. Like we're gonna fucking. And I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I kicked her ass out. Like, blah, 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 blah. She said she wanted to leave you a note. She wanted to talk to you. He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, you can go fuck him if you like. And I'm like, I guess she took it literal. Like, she's like, here you go. I'm hitting him up. I'm going to give you a word of advice. Don't fuck with that bitch. Oh, no, no, dude. good deal going on. No, no, I'm good, bro. I am good, dude. It, It was just so, it was just to me that I was just like, what the hell? Like, where did this come? And then, and then, and then I laughed. I laughed because. Did you show it to your roommate? Yeah, no, because he, he, I told him, okay. I was like, dude, what the hell is this about? And he's just like, and that's when he's like, oh, yeah, we got into a fight, like, blah, 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 oh, okay, this and this okay. and that. But I'm laughing because when I flipped Vegas the card, is wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when I, when I flipped, when I flipped the, the card over, apparently Uh-oh. she has a, a, a custom shirt, like, operation. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of want to hit her up and be like, yo, can you make me some shirts and shit? Yo, we need, we need local. We want to yeah. source local. <laughs> but but I'm like, this is just <laughs> setting up for some weird ass shit, dude. Bro, you'll see the video on X. a hell see, of a week. Yeah, you'll see the video on X videos pop up soon. I wonder if she takes alternative <laughs> payment. Mm-hmm. Does she, does she take, 
Does she does she mind getting paid an exposure? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh, so man. it was just so funny, dude. And like you know, like, going back at it, like I'm starting to like like I started like kind of thinking like there was times that I would go out to the kitchen and like to get my water and stuff and like they're hanging out in the living room. And she'd be like, "Oh, hey!" Like she'd get up off the couch and like come to like talk to me, like throw something in the trash. And I'm like, "Man, I never really." I don't like, get off the couch for my own wife. So. Yeah, I know, but like in my, but in my mind, I'm like, I never really pinpointed it. And then there was a specific time where, like, she's like, she's like, cheeseburger. I want to see, I want to see your tattoos. And like, she like comes up to me. And she's like, looking at all my tattoos. She's like, do you have any? My like, hands are up here. Yeah, she's like, do you have any hidden tattoos? And I'm just yeah. like, oh, dude. Like now, I'm like kicking in. I'm like, this girl uh. has probably been into me for a while. And that's that's when you take and, out yeah, the kid. This been, this, this gang's Albert. trying to yoko us. <laughs> yeah, Prince Albert. It was, it was it was crazy, dude. It was fucking crazy. I was just like, I was just laughing my ass off, and I told my buddy, <laughs> I was just like, what the hell was that about? But oh well. Scotty Scotty said, if you follow that drama, you're going to go from Eddie Forte to Eddie Morte. That's right. Is <laughs> <laughs> that true? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's great! It's also really weird to see Scotty with an actual Twitch login. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. He finally switched over to that one, so so th- th- that's that's my my freaking story of the week. I guess I could say. Okay, that's a pretty good one. I don't have anything to top that. <laughs> no, no, I, I was I was referring to something else, but if if we don't want to tackle that one. Uh, oh no fine. what you were gonna say uh yeah there's something that kind of happened pretty big <laughs> uh, uh, uh do we want to bring it up or do we just want to keep it like keep this an area I, where i vented get away from out it? pretty well when i was on real mama's stream so you so you're good so oh. i i'm i'm fine with just letting this one pass by yeah, if you, we don't know what you, we're talking about, go check the news. Yeah, go, go see That's the all news. you need to do. But we're going to keep this an area where you, we, you can kind of escape from that shit. Usually, don't, don't get us wrong. We could go off for hours on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, no. I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah, Yuna and I were talking about that because she was telling me that like uh, Aunt Tifa was a... Uh, was trending on Twitter, and I just don't get why people were posting Tifa Lockhart videos. Like, you know, on Tifa? Like, I don't get it. Uh, I was thinking of Queen Latifah, but okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm there for it. No, if, y- if y'all if y'all want to see that shit, uh, go, go watch the news. Go, yeah, go watch. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole. It's way too much shit to unpack right now. I mean, but. I mean, it's it, it's a whole episode. It could be a whole episode. It could be a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it could be a not funny episode. Is what it yeah, could be. exactly. So yeah. Anyway, let's uh let's jump into weeks. Let's just just finally fucking do it. Okay. All right, boys. For for weeks now, I want you guys to give me a little heads up on if you're going to talk about something that I can actually Google, so we can give it and show it to uh, the people that are watching. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So let's let me actually try to find this one thing that I'm about to talk about because Crystal? over the weekend, okay. I don't know if you guys like know much about it, but there is this annual event called the Co-op Cup. Co-op Cup is a a special event that they held in japan where a lot of the best players of street fighter third strike get together they formulate teams and it's a team-based tournament and this year's co-op cup was just not fucking happening it was just there was just no way for them to to get it to work out between covid and all the other bullshit and so they they weren't going to hold anything however they did decide hey we're going to still hold a tournament or some special matches and they did a first to 10 
with the best Alex and they bet the best Hugo players in the world. That is Genki and Hayao. Uh, Hayao is the best Hugo player and Genki is the best Alex player. I'm going to send this to you directly just so you can see yes, like please. some of the craziest fucking clips that you that you've seen from because this also shit. for people that don't know that Alex and Hugo are based off of the Hulk and Andre the Giant. So I didn't know that. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I mean Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, the, like Hulk, the Hulk. Hogan. The racist Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> that racist Hulk. So this right oh, here. Oh, Hulk Hogan is incredibly racist. Oh yeah, 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 no, no, no. I knew about that. But this is the so actual match. Heroes, guys. Uh, if you start at three hours fifteen seconds or three hours and fifteen minutes, it's the start of the first to ten. It was absolutely fucking incredible. It was. You said three hour ten. Three hours fifteen. If you start at three, three hours, hours 15, fifteen, it was absolutely sensational like uh, so like i am a fledgling third strike player and i i've always like written off characters like alex and hugo because i always felt that they were a little bit too slow the grapplers in that game aren't like crazy crazy good or easy to pick up in the the early sets you haven't been watching good players but i haven't been <laughs> yeah. watching good players i saw this shit bro bro th these boys are fucking nasty these boys Dude, absolutely fucking insane i love it just watching like mainly the the one that i'm mostly impressed with is hugo because after they they start like hayal gets a strong lead in the beginning i think he goes like 4-1 and then genki just starts coming back and after they they match up at about 6-6 fucking hayal just like takes it just fucking runs with it I haven't seen so many like like so so much tech to go on where he frame traps uh Genki and then just goes for yeah. the command throw or just goes for the yeah. fucking the, the command super. Like it is what I love, fucking nuts. This this intro between them is mm -hmm. based off of the uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre's interaction yep. in the ring. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's Dude, really? 100%. Yeah, it, it, it's based off of the WrestleMania 3, their iconic match yep. where Hulk Hogan snaps yep. him. Yeah. And they, they have yep. their stare down. That's exactly where it's from. Yep. That is not. I didn't know that. That's yeah, crazy. That's why I love, like, I mean, I like Alex just because he's a really cool character. And I like, like, Alex was the main character of, th of Street Fighter 3 and he was a grappler. Mm -hmm. You never saw that shit. Like, you never mm -hmm. saw that a grappler was the main character. But. Yeah, man, I I'm down. Is that is this where I got saw like because I saw Twitter talking shit on Makoto players again? Yeah, yeah. Is this is this what this came from? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every single co-op cup, everyone is talking shit about Makoto players. They don't wash their hands. You don't want to like hold, like shake hands with them. They're dirty. This Wooly is... plays Makoto. <laughs> I don't know we what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You shook his hand. You shook his hand. I fist bumped him. I gotta find that picture because he has a piece. He has a chicken strip in his hand off of camera. <laughs> he thought it was off camera, but it wasn't off camera because they hadn't eaten all day. We were literally in line to go see them for five fucking hours. Yeah, they had to move the line where it was at Magfest down a hall past the chicken yeah. area. It's crazy. It was insane. So, but no, uh, I'm all down to watch any fucking. I, I heard about this too late. I didn't know this was going on last night. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would have fucking watched it. So the thing is, is that like last night. Haru and I were going over because, like, we didn't have a clip for this week, but we were doing classic clips, and we're right. actually in the middle of doing the supermarket sweep clip that we had from, like, episode 50-something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're in the middle of cleaning that one up. We get finished at about 1.30 my time, 
and I'm just about to log off. And then I don't remember who the fuck it was. I want to say that it was it, it wasn't Wooly, but it was like another big time fighting game guy that I follow. Oh, it was Pat the Flip, and he was just like, "Bro, if you're not watching this this fucking uh, co-op cup special between Genki and Hayao, you're fucking wrong." And I I jumped in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it, Chris is like, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I jump in and I spent, I was just like, yo, I need to go to sleep. This would be like the first night that I didn't go to bed at like fucking goddamn three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. And lo and behold, I stay up until about three, four o'clock in the morning. Cause God, yep. God damn it. This was top tier. This was so fucking good. So I highly recommend everyone. If you are a fighting game fan, just, just a fighting game aficionado. Especially if you're like into third strike, you need to fucking watch not just this, but the entire stream. But this matchup specifically, because it is fucking dope. It is absolutely insane. So, oh Jesus Christ! I know. Just like, <laughs> sorry, I'm watching it. Just oh, and, it's and beautiful. The, the other thing is, is like I don't see many people using um fucking Hugo's special, where instead of him doing the rushdown attack, he goes for the command grab. Like, yeah. it does so much fucking damage. Like, half the time, I'm just like, bro, he's at half health. It's over. Like, you just effectively cut Alex's health bar in half. Yeah. It's insane. So, go go, go watch that shit. As far as what I've been doing this week, Monday we did Sonic Rush and Sonic Spinball. Sonic Rush, I am bad at, but it's still a good game. It is still a good fucking game. There's just a lot of stupid bullshit jank. That happens towards the end, but like any any other Sonic game that is that has like fucking platforming and sky levels and shit like that, it's bound to fucking happen. So it is what it is. Sonic Spinball, on the other hand, I was able to prove to Red Jaguar that that is effectively the worst pinball game that you will ever play. It I I hate it. There is so many like stupid fucking variables that are involved. It's it's not regular. Ass I only pinball. remember the first stage. That's all I remember. That's all because nobody gets past it. Nobody. Th I got past it. I don't because the next one's the lava one, but I don't remember shit about. Yeah, that one. no, it's it's just bad. All right, the the game is just bad. Um, Music's good. Mm, the remixes of music you, you on that game. You good. said the special <laughs> word. You said the you said the remix. The remixes yep. of those games are okay. No, I it just can't be fucking doing that. Also, I'm sorry, there, there's a title card on here, too, that someone mocked up of Hugo versus Alex. Yeah. And it just looks fucking beautiful. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's gorgeous. So it's absolutely fucking gorgeous. I'm just going to play this until you give me another link to show. No, no, I, yeah. I don't think I got anything else going on. Sonic Rush and Sonic Spinball, we did that shit. If you want my opinions on that, go follow my streams because I, will, I usually go over all the major changes for the for the tier list then and there and i go into like a little bit more detail and there's going to be like more stuff to follow when it comes to the tier list as far as that's concerned uh elemental gimmick gear i i thought i was going to beat it on tuesday i did not but i i can i can taste it i can fucking taste it i am there it's palpable <laughs> exactly like bro that that game has been such a fucking blast to play as far as like you know a a zelda clone from fucking sega like the yeah i haven't played too many decent like zelda clones from that time era that were 
from other major companies. Like I know that fan games, like usually fan games, when they make Zelda clones, it's because they've been playing a lot and a lot of Zelda and a lot of things are like tongue in cheek to Zelda. This one is very much more unique. Thank you. Zelda clone from Hudson for Sega. That's what it was. But no, it's a fucking elemental gimmick gear. I fucking stand that shit. That shit is so fucking good. You guys should go definitely try that out. It's it's very, very unique. It it It's a Zelda clone that doesn't feel like a Zelda clone. That's the biggest thing about it. There's a few uh, like RPG elements. There's been a lot of it. Zelda talk in the channels lately. There, yeah, there right? has been. There has been. But no, elemental gimmick gear is really solid. I I got like the best boss fight in last week where I pretty much went into a Gundam and had a Gundam fight on the moon with this other fucking Ooh. this other fucking egg creature thing. It, it's... You got more than I did out of Doom Eternal. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually got my mech fight. I've been told that I need to play the DLC because I'm ple- I'll be pleasantly surprised. Is what I've been told. Yes, the the DLC is is fairly decent from what I've seen. I played a little bit of Blade Strangers. I don't remember if I talked about this. I don't remember if I played it this week or last week. But Blade Strangers is a fighting game. I believe it's from NEC. But Blade Strangers appealed to me because it had Shovel Knight as a playable character in the fighting Mm -hmm. game. Yeah, go go look up Blade Strangers. Blade Strangers has the makings of like a halfway decent like budget title for you to pick up and play. And, like, the combos look fairly good. Like, you get to, like, do things. But I don't know if it's me because we tried playing it on, like, a a Friday night fight. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, you've you've seen this game. It's got Isaac in it from Binding of Isaac. It does. Yeah, it's got a couple of of characters. I think it also has one of the characters from Cave Story. My issue is, is that this game, you can inadvertently break the the fighting game to where you'll be stuck in a match in a multiplayer match and you cannot hit the enemy and the timer will not stop ticking down and it resets the fight and at the beginning of the fight you cannot hit the enemy and so you can't get out of the fight it just perpetually leaves you here so like i will punch through somebody like i can't hit the enemy it's kind of like the same situation that i ran into where i played dual souls with Keon a couple of months back where we just oh, broke yeah. the camera, broke the game, the entire thing fucking crashed. But Dual Souls was a bad game. This one had the potential of being a good game, but every single time I play it, it it just does not work. It just fucking breaks on me, which is now, very this, unfortunate. You were, play, you were playing this on the PC though, right? I was playing this on Steam. I know that it's out on PS4 and on Switch. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any like major differences between the two. But, I mean, I would have assumed that the Steam version would have been the best version to play. Yeah, because I, I have this game for the Switch, and uh, I was able to complete two characters' uh, story arcs, and I never had any issues like that. Mm. So I'm wondering if it just is the Steam version that has that issue. But it's a good game. I think I, for, what it was, for what it was trying to do, it's a very decent fighter. It's a very pick-up... Uh, Beginner-friendly. play fighter. It's very beginner-friendly. Yeah. Um, the- yeah. I, I would say that it's not like super beginner friendly, but it's just like, hey, here's your attack buttons. You have your weak, your your mid, your heavy attacks. You have your special button, and I think there's like a dodge or a or a uh, a parry button that's also there too. And then like yeah. you have a designated button to use your specials, which I felt was a little bit weird or abnormal 
for most fighting games. Like that's kind of like in the realm of um, what's that super easy baby's first fighting game that picked up a lot of st- traction back in the day. I don't remember. Anyway, um, guilty here. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> Baby, you're, you're lucky. Game. You're you're lucky. You're five states away. <laughs> you're lucky. You're five states away. No, it's um, it's not rising like rising force or some shit like that. But I I forget what the name is. Um, Alpha two. <laughs> no, it's not Alpha two. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, I, I, I forget what it was. It's got the fucking panda that plays like Faust. He's like, oh, I got my fruit and my fireworks and shit like that. And it's like you press one button to do one att- like your normals. You do have another button that runs like one of your specials. Super Smash Brothers. I mean, yeah, might as well. Is this is going to bother I mean, the me? Only, the only game, only fighting game that I can think of that has a panda in it is Tekken. That's what I thought too, but he's not talking but about I don't Tekken. Think it's, it's not, not talking, about, not talking Tekken. about Tekken. Now you got me looking through my fucking fighting games. Give me a second. Not the not little panda fighter. Fantasy Strike. Uh, nobody, nobody here has played fucking Fantasy Strike. It's fine. The only, the only thing it sounded like you could have compared it to was the uh, SNK Heroines. That's kind of what I thought you were. No, going that's with. a bad game. All right. That game is take fucking. That oh, this that, game has no. No, uh, I will take that back. In it. no, I'm not taking it back. Tell me why that's a good game, and I and I will fucking shit in your mouth. What is? What are we talking why? about? Why? SNK heroines. Oh, I know why he thinks it's a good game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bro, exactly. I, I, I could go. Sorry, to Chris. Any... You got to start thinking outside of your fighting game square. <laughs> uh, bro, bro. If I if the I wanted service. if I wanted the fan service, I go to fucking Rule34.com or some shit like that. And I not get anymore. This... <laughs> <laughs> SK hasn't SK. released the, the video <laughs> policy yet. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. At last last little bit thing that I want to talk about is that uh we have officially partnered with the Warrior Realm. Our boy Boxer Ninja has a he had a Guilty Gear tournament lined up February 13th. I have been way too busy to really set up the beginners tournament so i was just so we reached out to him it was like hey what if we just sponsored it and so we're saying it tonight we are officially sponsoring the warrior realms guilty gear xr rev 2 tournament um there is a 300 prize pool first place gets 180 second place gets 90 third place gets 30 right now i believe we have 16 fighters and if we get it up to 32 entrants we may raise the pot so, everyone, definitely come come through. If you play Guilty Gear, this is your opportunity to fucking get in there. I will be commentating, and uh, Corey, Eddie, you got some background noise coming through. The dogs, right? It's something. I thought I heard someone talking. Mm. Oh. I don't know what it was. I don't think so. No. no. Okay, it might have just no. been the dogs. Never mind. Yeah, I think it is the dogs, which is great because we were talking about this. You remember? I was just like, I'm surprised that of all the times we've recorded this, the dogs have not. Done something. Yeah. Lo and behold, <laughs> there here they, they are. They sorry, Haru. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what were you saying, Chris? I'm sorry. No. Um. What I was saying is like February 13th, six o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be running, or I should say, six o'clock Central Standard Time. We're going to be running the Guilty Gear XR Revelator 2 tournament with the Warrior Realm. TJ, I see that you said you haven't been practicing. You have a month. You have a month between it's now free and entry. then. It's a free entry event. So yep. uh, yeah, and fucking... I mean, I, I'm I'm 
I'm kind of tempted to throw my hands in there just for kicks and giggles. Chris isn't playing, so you guys are got some. You guys have a chance. Yeah, I'm commentating now. I'm not saying that there's not going to be some decent competition in there because some of the some of the other guys from Ascension Alliance have been practicing. Fucking is that Johnny player showing up? I don't know. Fuck that guy. I do not know. <laughs> he is good. He and I did a first to twenty the other day, and he beat me uh, twenty seventeen. So first to twenty. Good first to Lord. twenty. You want to, Those Guilty Gear matches go by fast. Yeah, they're 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 relatively especially quick. when one's playing Johnny and one's playing Soul. Yeah, and yeah. I mean like Johnny is the best character in the game, but Soul has an even matchup against him apparently from what he's saying because he's constantly comp- complaining about all my fucking moves. He's compl- he, he don't like that ground viper. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's about it. Those are the main things that I've been working on. You know, no, definitely show up February thirteenth for the tournament. Free entry, come through. February February thirteenth. February thirteenth. I gotta start reading the co- I gotta start reading the contracts more. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Eddie, you have the game. You should fucking sign up. That's what I'm saying. Like I know. Like I should just like th- honestly throw my hat in there and just be like, fuck it, let's go. Let's like, go. Let's give it a shot. Why not? Let's go. Corey, are yeah, you I'm joining in? Pl- nah, I'm not playing. <laughs> <Do> it. <laughs> I'm TOing, but I'm not playing. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Eddie, what have you been up to this week? Aside from stealing my roommate's girlfriend, <laughs> uh, dude, I've, honestly, uh, back back on stream, it's been a very solid, uh, a very very solid week. Back onto stream, um, joined two partnered stream teams now. Uh, I've been playing Super Mario RPG, which I'm really close to beating it. Which I I love the whole. I feel like I'm gonna beat it today, and then like eight hours later, I'm like still nowhere near it. Like what the hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I've been up to, honestly. It's just been uh, playing some Super Mario RPG, doing some retro. It is my birthday weekend. I've been celebrating my birthday weekend this whole weekend. Hey, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy thank birthday. You. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, um, yeah, that's all I've been doing. It's just been very chill, very mellow, nothing too crazy. You were losing your shit on Star Fox 64 the other night. Bro, dude, I was so upset because I was just like, I'm going to get stuck here. And I'm like, I'm gonna. there's not going to be one game I beat this entire weekend that I'm doing this retro showcase. You you were doing good until the final level right before Venom yep. on the hard route. And then yep. you're just like, that that boss kept fucking you over. Yeah, that, that was it. And I was just like, man, like this is crazy. I'm going to rage quit this shit. And then, you know, sure enough, I swear to God, it's, it's the power of Dr. Orochi. He, uh, he uh, a raid came in and he was in it, and I'm like, every time I'm about to stop a boss fight, he comes in. It happened with Final Fantasy VII, and now it happened with Star Fox, and I'm like, maybe he just knows. Maybe the ethereal ones yeah. always watching. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Doctor Rochi's great. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. It hasn't been uh, it, uh yeah, it hasn't been too uh, too crazy. It's been good. Nice. That's good. Nice. That's good. All right, well, you guys, you, you guys got a drink and you you're comfortable because yeah. I got a long ass week. Oh fuck! So here God we go. <laughs> All right, so first things first, we're gonna go back over to our showcase, and I am going to show off. I played Monster Hunter Rise demo. Okay. So I was playing it. I played it a little bit by myself because I wanted to check out Hammer and I wanted to check out Hunting Horn because Hunting Horn has been getting all this hype, and uh, I played it. Guys, I don't know who on the Capcom Monster Hunter team was like, let's fucking steroid up Hunting Horn. But Hunting Horn has almost made Hammer obsolete for me. Like, Hunting Horn is ridiculous with the amount. Of, I, I Is that Cap I serving ice cream? The, yeah. Like mochi's, mochi ice creams. 
So, okay, so uh, anyway, first things first, let's unpack this demo trailer. Is this this is the trailer that came out, I believe on Thursday, and it sh- this announced that the demo was going to be available. So, this trailer shows off the new bo- one of the new monsters called uh Hoss Gor- uh, It's based off of uh one of uh, I think it's like based off of an oni off of the, from the Japanese Oh, lore. it's the big bear uh, boss. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're like we got Lagambi's back too, but okay. no one gives a fuck about Lagambi. But what you need to take notice of was that Gudlands player fucking rocketed his. That was so cool. And now Kizu's back, so people that want to like see an actual penis monster, Kizu's <laughs> fucking back now. Yeah, I am gushing so hard about this fucking thing, man. This trailer, Tigrix is back. Like everyone is plump. I don't care what you guys are saying. I don't play monster. You three, us three, are fucking playing it. So you better buy it when it comes out on March oh, 26th, I, I, I believe. I'm buying it. I'm buying it for sure. Like I'm go- I am I think I even pre-ordered the one that comes with the little plushie or something like that. Fuck you. I, I didn't you get that You can ride the have- dragon? <laughs> so mounts are, mounting is gone and you ride the monsters now. You ride them and you can fight other monsters while you're riding it. And you can launch it into the wall to do big dick damage. Bro. I'm so fucking happy. This will so, be the game there, that gets me back there's into There's turf MH. wars. There's turf wars. Like this is amazing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the demo came out. The demo is free on Switch. You can go download you it. You can right ride now. the Rathalos. Yes, you can ride any monster that gets staggered, bro. Wow. And then this was the reveal that Mitsune is coming back to, which Mitsune is in the demo. So Mitsune is a really cool monster. Okay. So, but yeah, the demo is out. The demo consists of two main quests. You have an intermediate quest, which is where you're fighting one of the new monsters called the Great Izuchi, which is right here. You'll see he's the one in the front right here. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is you're fighting the Mitsune. And you have access to all 15 uh, monsters. All 15 weapons. Oh, okay. All 15 weapons. And, oh, I didn't see the amiibos. The amiibos look so good. But yeah, you got to go check this shit out. Because I was playing Hunting Horn, and Hunting Horn's always been like kind of like it's a little bit harder of a weapon to learn. But in this one, it's just like you want to talk about Ungabunga? This is some fucking Ungabunga shit, is what this is. Because like they made it so much easier when you're doing your attacks, you can just hit like one button. You don't have to like build up your song list anymore. You can just like boom, pop it, and everyone gets the buffs right away. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. All the weapons have new silkbind moves and all that stuff. And you can... Guys, there's fucking initial D drifting in this game. What? <laughs> so what, when, what do you, you can yeah. ride You can ride the dog. So the dog is like your transport now. You, if you, cho- you can, so in multiplayer, you can choose to either bring the dog with you, or, which is called the Palamute, or you can bring the cat, which is the Palico. The Palico has a lot. I've been hearing it's really good. It heals you a lot during fighting. But you can ride the Palamute. And if you hold one of the trigger buttons, you drift around a corner. And then you get a speed boost and go forward. It's stupid. I don't know why they put that in the game. But I absolutely love it. It's so good. <laughs> so would you say, because you've played the demo, or is would this be like the most mobile Monster Hunter? This game, we were playing, I was playing by myself, and then I played with uh, uh, Final Boss, and I believe his, uh, I forgot what the other person was. Rack It wasn't Rack. Rack stopped in, but Rack wasn't playing with us. But somebody else was playing with us, and the game never stuttered. 
Not once. And there was about, so counting the monster and then counting us three and our three Palamutes and then another monster, there was about eight objects on screen fighting at the same time and not one stutter or one hitch. Nice. Like, it's ridiculous how well this game runs. They took all a lot of the quality of life changes from World and made them better even in this version of it. There's no, so like, just like in World, there's no like loading screens between zones. Mm -hmm. It's all one big zone now. You can just run all, like, if you're able to manipulate the silk bind, which is like the glowing line that you're seeing in the trailer, you can, you're basically Spider-Man is what you are. You can just be like, fuck the map. And you're just like flying over shit. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so freaking good. The one thing, there is like a con, so your character now has a voice, and the voice lines come out during fighting when you do things, and they're very cheesy. Like, they're super, super cheesy, but the good thing is you can turn it to jab, you can weave it up real hard, (laughs) so you can just be like, fuck it, turn it to this, I sound like a cool old Japanese guy now, so... (laughs) And then it's just so good. Everything I've played, I've only played. So the demo, each mission, you get 30 tries for each mission. So you get a total of 60 tries. I think there's a way that you can just like undownload, like remove the demo from your Switch and then re-download it and you're able to keep playing more demos. But I'm so excited for this game. I'm at, I'm like, we're like everyone in the Discord that's going to be playing it, hit me up. Because I am going to be doing, if I'm not doing a daily Monster Hunter stream, I'm doing a fucking weekly Monster Hunter stream when this game comes out. Because this game is so good. I believe, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it comes out March 26th. Yeah, that's what it said on, it this, is on the screen. It is right around the corner, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was not able to get a collector's edition, so I was kind of bummed out about that. I'm pretty sure I that's can... the one I got, yeah. Also, the training room, you can see in the trailer, the training room, ha- so training rooms in Monster Hunter have always just been you. Right. Training rooms are now multiplayer. You can go in there and see how you can, like, set up a group, like, dynamic wow. with your weapons and shit like that. Yeah, bro. There's a there's an area where you fight, like, a robotic monster, and then there's another area, if you're not good at aiming, and you're not, like, getting your bow shots down right, or your heavy bow guns, there's an aiming, like, game that you can, like, get used to. And, like, learn how your weapons and stuff actually work. It's so fucking good. Like, it's ridiculous. And what's good is, like, the amount of monsters that were in Generations, I could only imagine how many fucking monsters they're going to put in this game. I mean, it's on the Switch, though. Well, Generations was on the Switch, too? Was that the first one Generations was the Switch as well, yes. But but I heard that one wasn't a good Monster Hunter game. What's your... It was... It's okay. a good Monster Hunter game. People, So the problem is people were trying to go from World to Generations. And World was their first Monster Hunter. Got Generations it. is like old school. Mm-hmm. Where you don't get to go back to your camp and change equipment if you want to. Or restock your shit. This is OG Monster Hunter where when you go into the quest, the shit that you have on and the shit you brought with you is all you got. Like Generations so, was originally out for the 3DS and it came out right yes, before Monster It was double cross. Right before Monster Hunter World came out. So got it. people who were jumping out, oh, let me just get into more Monster Hunter because I need to get my Monster Hunter yeah. fix. Tried going into Generations and they were just like, what the fuck is this shit? So, yeah, a lot of the quality of life changes weren't there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, see, I like Generations, I, I, but... I, see, I, I gotta give it a shot, because I have World on the PlayStation 4, because it's part of the package or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just... But I've heard of Monster Hunter. I've known of Monster Hunter, 
for quite some time. And the only reason why is because of Metal Gear. There's, I think it was Snake Eater, the one that has the cross promotion. Or was it uh, Peace Walker or Special Ops? No, yeah. Snake Eater had Ape Escape. Peace Walker or Portable Ops had a mini game where you get to catch Rathalos, I believe. I did not know that. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. And I'm just like, what is this Monster that? Hunter like? Yeah, like I was just like, what is this Monster Hunter like cross promotion thing? And it's the only reason why I was like, okay, I guess I should play Monster Hunter. And I just never got around to it. And I've been hearing it a lot. And and then Rise is coming out and people are hyping it up. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's time. Maybe it is time for me. I'm to an go. OG. I played Monster Hunter since Monster Hunter 1. I Before VPNs were a thing that like everyone had one, I had to like... There was a Monster Hunter Frontier, which was the Japanese online version, that the only way to play it was if you lived in Japan. Mm-hmm. You had to have a Japanese IP or ISP address. And I had to get a I had to get a VPN to mask mine so I could play it. I couldn't read it, so it, I was fucked anyway. But like <laughs> I've been playing Monster Hunter. I played all the PSP ones, I played the Vita ones, I played I've played Monster Hunter, I played the Wii, the Wii U. The DS ones, all that shit, bro. And I'm so happy that it's so amazing that that fucking Monster Hunter is what saved Capcom. (laughs) It literally is what saved Capcom. Essentially, yeah. 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 So, anyway, Monster Hunter's good. Who would have fucking known that I liked it? So, (laughs) the next thing that I got is I went through a COVID scare this week. Yeah. So, uh, my wife came home, not this week that is right now, but the week before, came home and said that someone from work tested positive for COVID and she had been in direct contact with them. So, I was like, fuck. So, Wednesday we went and got our rapid test and that was the first time my wife ever got a COVID test and it was really funny to watch her get it because, like, they swab the shit out of your nose, bro, and, like, the biggest thing is just making sure you don't cough in that person's face. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one thing I try. And uh, our rapid test came back negative, but they were saying that the negative, the neg- there was a lot of false negatives that were coming in. So they swabbed us again and sent it off for extensive testing. And then on Friday, they came back and both of our tests were negative. So yeah. we got to, my wife got to be off work for a couple days. We had to quarantine and all that stuff, but we're COVID free nice. hey. as of right now. Thank God nice. we're mm-hmm. COVID free. So hell yeah. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, I finally pulled the trigger and bought some of those rose-colored, uh, what was it, rose-colored gaming handheld stands? Remember when I told you guys about those, that I was wanting to buy some of those to show off my handheld? No, I don't Let's remember see, that. Colored. Oh, yeah, the, Let's um, pull them up on screen. Oh my God. GT was talking about these things too, right? Yeah, they're just little stands to show yeah. off your console, your handheld consoles and all that stuff. Okay. Yep. So I pulled the trigger. I bought a Game Boy SP, a Game Boy Advance, a Game Boy Color, uh, OG Game Boy. I bought a Vita one. I bought a Game Gear one. I think I bought the DS Lite one. I bought a 3DS XL one. And then the one that I really, really like that I found was they have one for the PlayStation TV. They have a really nice stand where it has a like a uh, a cord management thing behind mm-hmm. it so like you can feed all of your cords to the back of it and it doesn't like fall over and that like, is pretty cool all that shit. okay yeah so, that's convenient yeah and i was able to get all of them in the glossy black nice because i didn't want any of the other ones so Good shit. but yeah uh so i picked up those i ordered those last night so i'm pretty excited about that another big thing that fucking happened 
and it's resulted in me spending almost $350 at limited run games is uh we got we got something real big when it comes to the Scott Pilgrim game. Like the Scott Pilgrim game we all know is being released on the 14th of this month, the remaster. Well, limited run announced on Friday that there was a physical edition that's going to be coming out mm-hmm. via limited run games. Don't you pose where he once posed. Oh, oh shut it. the fuck no. up. Look, that's the problem. You've it, never read the comics. There no. is so many homages it, it to looks, like Sega in it. It looks better than the original, man. It does. <laughs> shit out of here. Get that garbage. But uh, so there's going to be three different versions you can get. You can, I think it's going to be available at this time when it comes out on pre-order start on the 15th. Yep, and they close on February twenty eighth. There's a Switch version and a PS4 version. Those are the base versions for like thirty five dollars, I believe. And then there's the next version, the next tier. Let me find it real quick. It's being really slow to load things. Now Uh, the next tier. Now they have alternate covers too, right? Or is it depending on what tier you get? It depends on what tier you get. So the the next tier is the classic edition, which you get a clamshell. That has, uh, so anyone that doesn't, why Chris is talking shit on this, the logo of this is Scott Pilgrim in the Sonic Adventure logo. Like him doing that pose and everything. Yeah. Well, with the classic edition, you him also make, get him, a clamshell. Him, him making the pose better. Let's let's correct no, that. No, he's right? not let's making go. the pose better. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is a game. It's a better game. Let's just no, say. No, it, it is not. No, have you played this game? Yes, this is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the beat 'em up, right? Yes, that game is ass. Yes, you are so no. fucking wrong no. about everything. Yes, no, you are. no, no. You we, don't like beat 'em ups. You don't like before. beat 'em. That game. You don't like beat 'em ups. First of all, you don't like beat 'em ups. That game is big booty. It is not. No way, dude. That was like one of the better beat 'em ups nope. that came out in two thousand twelve. Nope. nope. Was it ten? Ten. Ten. Okay. Came out in 2010. Set it on fire. Yeah. The- uh, then the classic edition that you can get for $55 comes with a clamshell that your game can go in. And on that one, it's got Ramona doing the Tails pose from Sonic Adventure, I believe. It comes with some uh, some stickers. The big thing is it comes with a physical edition of the soundtrack, which is su- it's fucking huge because you can't. there's not been a CD release of the soundtrack. And uh, this is also available for Switch and PS4. But the big kicker which is where my money's going, is the KO version, which if for $140, you get the clamshell, you get the game, you get the stickers, you get a physical edition of the soundtrack on CD and cassette, you get uh, an enamel pin, you get seven trading cards of the evil X's from the art from in the game, you get uh, some drumsticks that have Scott and Ramo- or Scott and Kim etched in the sides of them, you get some guitar picks. Apparently, Limited Run is now doing str- guidebooks for their uh, releases now, which I think is really fucking cool. Are they also limiting the amount of guidebooks that they release? Like, I mean, the guidebook only comes with the game, the KO edition. Yeah. So, sure. but and then the biggest thing is it comes with a roadie collector's case that has like lights built into it that shows off the band like rocking and all that stuff. And it looks like one of it looks like looks like a case that you would keep like microphone equipment and shit like that in. That is actually like really really cool. 
Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I I don't like Scott Pilgrim. I didn't. It's so, okay. I didn't read the graphic novel, but I don't like the movie, and I definitely don't like the fucking game. Uh, I could appreciate the work that went into this thing, but ugh. this this oh Red Jaguar I see is trying to troll again. No, he's not he's trolling. Just he's not to you trolling. And not play the game. He's not trolling. He's, he's just gonna listen to you and not he's play not the game. Trolling. Okay, he's not trolling. All right, it's fine. Like this has to be the most requested game that Limited Run has got. Not only that, but it's just like it took a formula. It's basically the a better updated version of River City Ransom. It's like this is a really solid beat 'em up game. And I remember, I remember when Scott Pilgrim came out and everybody was talking about it and reading the mangas and whatnot. I was like, I don't get it. I don't want to read it. I saw the movie and I thought, and I hate the guy who picked who played uh freaking Scott Pilgrim. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, you don't like Michael? Sarah? I'm not a big fan of Michael Sarah. Yeah, either. Michael Sarah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. So I was just like, I'm not even going to watch this movie. And then my me and my buddy went to go see it. And I'm like, dude, this was solid. And then the game came out. I, Dude, it was. A, it's a great game. I'm this sorry, game Chris, but I, I... No, it's not. This game was a mistake. Me joining Whatever. this team was a mistake. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I am curious because there are parts in the game that if you aren't leveled up to a part that it's kind of bullshit. I'm wondering if they tweaked that in this. That was one of the biggest problems with this game. It is a fucking grind fest. And you have to sometimes go into each stage over and over and over again just to fucking have your stats. It's not even a, le- a level of skill. It's just about having your stats built up. That's what frustrates me about this game so fucking much. So unless they're going in and fixing that, I, I won't fucking touch this. I won't fucking touch Cause, I mean, that's fine. Because the thing is, is like the game is gorgeous, right? I can't fault that. The music is outstanding. I can't fa- fault that. It's the gameplay that just fucking sucks to me man i don't have fun with it so uh, i do i'm so i'm yeah, glad you're i do happy. too i'm glad y'all chris won't happy. be on any of my scott pilgrim no no, streams, no, so. no i will <laughs> i will <laughs> eddie, eddie can be well we're we're actually doing so this not these editions but the actual digital version of the game releases on the uh 14th and we'll be streaming that on uh the megavisions channel nice that thursday night so I don't know if Scotty – I know for sure Scotty's going to be playing it because I believe – and I, I had to double-check, but I'm pretty sure this version has online multiplayer. Yes, it does. So we'll be able to pop in and out, and uh, we'll need more people to play. I don't know. He, he's got one of his best buddies that plays it. I got one of mine too. So I don't know if they're going to be available, but we, we the game is much more fun with four people. So – but yeah, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I, I When I first saw I saw the basic version first, and I was like, oh, fucking shit, that's awesome. And then I saw this version, and I was just like, oh, yep, yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're going to get my money. That's it. You're getting my money on this one. Dunzo. So, it's, that's it. So and, and the main thing is because I like, what sold me was I was like, oh, man, I get this game, but, you know, the clamshell is cool. It was the guidebook that sold me. It was the two versions of the OST, and it was this roadie's collector's case that got me, too. The roadie collector's case is going to look beautiful just, like, on your shelf or whatever. And you're getting all of that for $140. $140. I I mean, you get the the faux concert tickets. You get the stickers. You get get this poster. I don't know how big the overworld poster is, but it's an overworld poster of the entire game. That's a lot of stuff for just $140. Well, that's the great thing about Limited Run is that Limited Run really knows how to 
dish out these physical copies not only are you getting like a standard physical copy but they'll release the collectors and they give you so much stuff with such it it, it puts to shame like the big companies that are like oh you can buy this collector's edition for 150 bucks mm-hmm. but you just get dlc like i don't want what like that's just dumb monster hunter has been a victim of that too or been guilty of that as yeah. well but also, I want to point out that Scotty shared in, I think, the Megavision's Discord that Anamanaguchi made a tweet with one of, you can do like a voice tweet or something like that. Yeah. And they said, something big's coming up. Stay tuned. Scotty's brain went into conspiracy mode. He goes, this could be that they're going to re-release the album on vinyl, which would be really cool because that, that vinyl of this OST, of the Scott Pilgrim game OST, is bonkers expensive. Yeah. So if they're going to release it and they have the rights to release their re-release the vinyl, I'm buying it in a heartbeat. So, okay. But on top of this, I picked up the uh I picked up the collector's edition of Panzer Paladin. I picked up the they released a, I I played Fight and Rage the other night. I hadn't played Fight and Rage in a long time. That's a really fun beat 'em up and uh Limited Run just released a physical version with the physical OST with it. So I picked that up, and then they have a couple. They got some Scott Pilgrim merch, and I got this Scott Pilgrim hoodie, which is like forty bucks. But it's it's so good. I'm so happy about it. So I did not know. I did not know that the uh, Fighting Rage is already out. Fighting Rage? Yeah. The The physical version is yeah, yeah. Because that game's been out uh, digitally for a while though. That's gonna be another Thursday night throwdown. We're gonna. I don't think it has. It doesn't have multi-player uh, online, so we're gonna have to parsec it. But yeah. it's up to it's a three-player beat 'em up, which you don't see too many of anymore. Yeah, no, for sure. So. I gotta I gotta pick up that one. I gotta pick up fighting range, and I gotta pick up a uh, Panzer Drag uh, Panzer Paladin. Yeah. Panzer Paladins. Panzer Paladins, good game. Yeah, and I bought the vinyl of that too. They have a four. I think it's a three or four vinyl set of the entire soundtrack. And that's like forty five bucks, so I picked that up as well. It looks like it's three uh, three set vinyl. So, but speaking of more beat 'em ups, uh, we played Streets of Rage four. Me and Kusanagi did on uh, Thursday for Thursday night Brodown. And uh, what's really cool is apparently there was like a save file issue or like a corrupted save file on the Steam version. Mm-hmm. And so what Dotemu did was they released a save file for everyone to have. That basically unlocks everything for you, like the secret characters and all that stuff. They're like, hey, we apologize. Just go and download this. Throw these two files into your documents folder for the game, and it will give you the save file. Basically, it goes through easy mode and S-ranks every level for you so that you can get all the unlocks. Uh, So we play That game's still really fucking solid. It's really, really good still. I'm really glad I got the physical version of it. We had a lot of people stop in and be like, oh, this game's so good. OST's great. I'm glad I got the physical of that too. So nice. So I'm going before I do my final pickup and I'm going to talk about this food truck opportunity that came up. I have to address what happened on Monday night on my stream. So Monday night we finished Star Wars Jedi. Fall <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got a little heated on the final boss. Uh <laughs> If you guys want to go see that, uh, you can go check out my VOD on my personal channel. That VOD has not been taken down. It is still up there. Uh, for about an hour, I lose my fucking shit. I call the I call this game every dirty book or dirty word in the book. Like, 
it was bad. And then, like, Connor brought it up. Like, as soon as I beat it, and thanks to Chris for helping me beat it by telling me, like, just slow down and all that, I beat it, and then it's like it was the post-salt clarity. I was just like, oh, this game's fine. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> I lost my fucking shit, man. I lost it real bad. But it's a good game. That game's still fucking solid, and I hope they – I love the ending. I won't go into spoilers because some people haven't played it yet, but I, uh, I loved it. It was very, very good. And I'm excited to see more shit that's going to come. I hope they keep, like, working on that franchise. Like, that specific storyline. Like, line. those guys. Because that would be cool You called shit. it, like, the Guardian yeah. of the Galaxies for Star Wars. Or the Guardians of the Galaxy for Star Wars. Yeah. They should pull them into the Mandalorian at some point. I don't know they, if there's... I know there's... That would be... Years old. apart. Would, but... Actually, they would be super... No... So like that, all that shit takes place about 15, 20 years before the events of the Mandalorian, because the events between you episodes. Can, you can still make it work. I mean, you can. I mean, Cal would be like well into his like forties. He'd be almost as yeah. old as Ahsoka. I mean, you could you could possibly do it, but I I would like to see more of the Dark Soul style gameplay for Star Wars, and I would yeah. like to see something a little bit more along the lines of Smugglers. And maybe even of course you actual <laughs> Mandalorians, you know, because like while I appreciate the Jedi side of things, like I, hell, I would even take like a Sith side, like give us like the dark side story or like something that goes on with like the the old Republic. As just give us something that's not the fucking Skywalkers. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Any really anything, really anything there. Yeah, the Skywalkers are the worst thing to happen so, to Star Wars. So something like the Knights of the Old Republic, where you get to choose a side whether it be good or bad, uh, but with the Dark Souls style gameplay. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Make more Dark the, Souls. The thing games. is, it's like when you when you t- uh, approach the open ended side of like choosing what side or what character that you want. I feel like the the story writing for the individual character weakens while you can have a strong story about all the bullshit that's going on around them and you see stuff like that when it comes to uh what the fuck is it like some of the older assassin's creed games or even just like the way that the old republic is written for the mmo under bioware so like There's not really a whole lot going on with the individual other than saying like, oh, you're the chosen one. But like <laughs> when you have like something more personal like you had in Fallen Order, then yeah, do something like that. But I want to see some dark side love. I want to play as a Sith or I want to play as like a Dark Force user. Like I would love to see more of like stuff that goes on with the Night Sisters. Like that shit. The Night Sisters, if you read up on them, they are fucking dope. They are super yeah. fucking cool. So no. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like one of those things where, like, give me the dark side. I know it's going to be a, a a dark ending, a bad ending, but that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I thought that was my issue with the um, Battlefront 2 campaign where, like, they're like, oh, yeah, you're playing as the dark side or the Empire. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then it's like, well, I don't want to spoil it for people who hasn't played it. And it's going to be free on Epic next week, too. So, but... If you guys know what I'm talking about, yeah. If you guys play the Battlefront 2 campaign, you know what I'm talking about. Chris, Chris probably knows what you're it's, talking it's about. It's really good. That 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 storyline, I don't give a shit what anyone says. That's get that shit's really good too. So. I'm not saying it's bad, but I mean like I know what you like I would have wanted it to well, I can't say anything. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> go play Battlefront Shut 2 the campaign. Fuck up, Eddie. Just, just go <laughs> yeah. play the campaign. And then the last thing I want to show off, I gotta turn my light off for show off. for audio listeners. 
So I got to show this off. I got my uh, my Majora's Mask figure in from uh, first four figures, and the base lights up. So you can do like a, a, a glowing uh, between different kind of shades or just have the solid light. But the big thing is you can turn on – hold on. Let me turn off the base. You can turn on the mask itself and the eyes glow yeah. and they're motion censored. Wow. Ooh. So like when you walk by, if you go up, they turn off. But if you go down in front of it, they turn on. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty and that's cool. a, This thing's going to fucking torment me forever. That's a 12-incher, so. <laughs> too, right? That's a 12-incher? It, it's about, yeah, from yeah. base to tip. It's about that, yeah. So it looks really cool. I'm really glad. Uh, it also, on the back, if you didn't want to have it on this base, it has a wall mount. So you could put it up on your wall if you wanted to. That's yeah. sick. So it would slide up. So Because, like, it comes off the base pretty easily. And, uh Yeah. It just comes off like that, and if, as long as you don't drop it. So, <laughs> but no, this thing's great. I love first four figures. Uh, the one that I wish I could, the two I wish I could get that came out a long time ago that uh, are very expensive are the Fierce Deity Link. Because I looked that up, the Fierce Deity Link only went for one hundred and thirty dollars mm-hmm. when they sold it, and then uh, the R Wing. I don't know how much the R Wing went when it came out, but I would really like the R Wing. So, but. Uh, yeah, that's uh, and then the last thing I had, a f- I had someone reach out to me about potentially running one of their food trucks, the local uh, one of the local burger places. It's not the one that I frequent, but it's the other one that uh, they're looking to open a second food truck. And I went and talked about it, and I talked to them about it yesterday, and I've been thinking about it all day today. And uh, I'm going to talk to my wife more about it, but I don't think I'm going to take the opportunity right now. Ooh, it's. Reason being is it would interfere with my daytime job too much to the point mm-hmm. where I feel like I I would not be able to give the food truck 100% and I would not be able to give my daytime job 100% either. So it wouldn't be fair to either one of what them. What pays more? Uh, the daytime job. Clearly. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's I have, I, I'm still going to talk to my wife about it. I might give it a couple more days, but... Cause like I was thinking about it and they're wanting me to work like nine to two on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on Friday, like nine to five or six. And then on Saturday as well. So I'm just like that going to school, working full time streams would definitely end. Mm -hmm. Like there there would be no way to do streams and anything. And it comes down to their food is okay. Well, wouldn't you be well, the one that's, 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 like, that's what you're that's there That's where for. they want you, yeah. I know, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, I could show them the ways on how to make this food better with minimal amount of money, but I can't do it right now. Yeah. So, and I, and I was thinking about it all day today, and I was like, that means if I were to take this opportunity, I feel like I would be jumping the gun because I would have to stop going to school, which means I wouldn't get my AAS in culinary it would affect my workload or it would affect my work, my daytime job. And that's a big no, no, because that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. And then it would also like, I wouldn't be able to play. And this is like very minor. Cause I could still play video games and read up on topics for the podcast and all that stuff. But I feel like it would be doing two. I'd be essentially working almost two full-time jobs and then trying to do all my other shit that I'm trying to right. do as well. Right. And I can't, and I can't, I can't do that. There's some time, there's some parts where, uh, so Red Jaguar, I would not. I would be an employee under the owner, but I would be running the second truck. Like I would be the people that were working there. They would, you know, they would report to me, 
And uh, but I'm not that. Like I'm the boss, but I'm also that. I'm not a boss. You're the I, manager. I feel like I'm a leader. I jump in. I don't even like the manager. I'm just like the guy. I'm the one. Like I'm just your leader. That's what I like to say is leader. And uh, because I don't like the word boss and all that shit, but I jump into the fray. I'd basically be the one doing all the cooking. She'd need me to open. There would be someone that would come in at around two, and then they would do the closing. But and I talked to her yesterday. She's a really nice person. Her, her son was there working the truck there, and uh, but I just can't do it right now. Yeah, you know, so. Red, Red, Red Jaguar brings up a good point too. It's like a food truck right now during the pandemic could be very risky too. Just overall, you know what Not I mean? Not here. Not here, man. Like that—that that lady's booming right now. Okay. That lady's making. She's. This is her second year open, and she's already made enough money to open a second truck. Yeah. Like that's crazy. I asked her. I said, "How much do you make on a good day?" She goes, "On a good day, like on our lunch rush, we can make around like eight hundred. I said, "Just on a lunch rush?" She goes, "Yeah, we've had that." I said, "What's your profit off of that?" She didn't know the profit off the top of her head. She said she'd have to go look at her books and all that stuff, but. I mean, in the area where I'm at, that's pretty good fucking money. Yeah. But I would. She said I'd also have like input on how because the truck this wouldn't happen until March if I was to take the job because she's just now buying the second truck and getting it fabricated to how she needs she wants it. But she would have me there during the whole time being like, "Hey, should we get this? Do you think we should put this in here and all that stuff?" So it's kind of like I I get to help build a food truck, and the biggest thing is I wanted to do it was because of the learning experience. Because I'm going to have my own food truck soon, mm-hmm. like within the next couple of years. And I want to do that. But I can't I can't do that. Like, that's also, I'll never be able to hang out with my wife either. Yeah. Like, I would never have time. Anytime I come home, I'm just going to be tired. Right. So, but it was a really cool opportunity uh, to have that brought up to me. Like, I mean, my culinary director reached out to her. It reached out to me on Friday morning was like, hey, she's wanting someone to run her food truck. The thing is, too, the pay would only be minimum wage plus tips. And I'm just like, Fuck minimum wage here is now 11, 11 bucks. Yeah. And then she's like, well, the other day the girls made $18 an hour. I was like, I don't like, I don't, don't like risky. Don't yeah, no, you, want, you want, in with the yeah, you want something wage, steady. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. In this situation, it wouldn't be about the money. It's the learning experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because any of the money that I would get would go towards my food truck. Right. But seeing, hearing her background on how she started, I feel like I'm way more qualified to start doing a food truck right now. Because she basically was just cooking food at her house, and she's like, I want to do a food truck. And she knew nothing on how to do it and just, like, <laughs> reached out to people that she knew. And, like, I was like, how, do you, how are your health inspectors? She goes, I have the best health inspectors. Because I think I had brought that up at one point. I was like, so we learned about that if you're doing off-site cooking – that you have to do it in a certified like facility. So I'm like, oh shit, we can't just make like prep food here at the house and then put it in the food truck and go on. No, no, no. You can totally do that in Arkansas. Apparently that's like 100% fine and legal in Arkansas. The health inspectors are like, yeah, that's fine. You can prep cuz they prep all of their french fries in the morning. They cut all their french fries for the day and then they put them on the truck and then they go out and get ready for the day. So I think it's just smarter to keep on going with the path because I'm like, oh, sweet. This is the opportunity I wanted. But then I thought about it. I was like, I'm jumping the gun with this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. want to jump the gun and then fuck myself in the long run. Yeah, because it, so. it sounds ideal right now. But like you said, if it's going to be something that's going to stress you out and just prevent you from doing any of the other things that you're focusing on right now, specifically school, because that's what you really yeah. are going for, then, yeah, it's not the right time. It's a good opportunity, yeah. but it's not so. the right time. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. So. 
But yeah, uh, I told y'all my week was going to be long and winded, so there you go. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's so. fine. <laughs> so yeah, fine. no, it's good. All right, so we're going to go on a break. Yes. We're going to go clear our bladders and get some more water and all that shit and beers. And, and stretch out and all that good stuff. Stretch out, yep. And we'll be back in a bit. You guys enjoy the tunes, and we'll be back with the news. Yeah. All righty, so our first news article that we have is indie dev refuses to censor uh sense a cyberpunk ghost story after getting death threats and other threats of the like since announcing the release of sense a cyberpunk ghost story on the nintendo switch publisher top hat studios has received a staggering amount of messages demanding that the studio censor its latest title top hat studios responds to these demands the game will not be censored we categorically refuse since, uh, since a cyberpunk ghost story is a side-scrolling horror game set in 2083 Neo-Hong Kong that released on Steam on August 25th, 2020, to mostly posit- positive reviews. Yet soon after announcing plans to port the game to the Nintendo Switch, the publisher was met with censorship demands from outraged consumers. While Japanese games like the Final Fantasy VIII Remaster often face censorship in some fashion before their Western release, Top Hat Studios has made its anti-censorship stance clear in an unofficial statement on Twitter. In fact, in the face of threats ranging from review bombing to harassing distributors, Top Hat Studios respond, responded by defending the creative freedoms of its developers in order to protect the integrity of its titles. The vocal group attempting to intimidate the publisher has cited a variety of seemingly unfounded claims surrounding Sense, a cyberpunk ghost story. Include the game before explicitly pornographic, encourages violence, and breaks the law. Sense, a cyberpunk ghost story, received an M17 plus Peggy 18 rating for seemingly minor offenses anyone could find in a PG-13 movie. Blood and gore, intense violence, violence, suggestive themes, and language. Top Hat Studios' sci-fi survival horror game simply draws inspiration from the transhumanism, dystopic themes that the cyberpunk titles like Cyberpunk 2077 are beloved for. Censorship has become a hotly debated topic among fans and developers over the past few years. There are those who see censorship as harmful to creativity and experimentation among developers, while others like Atelier Ryza 2, Lost Legends, and the secret fairy producer Junzo Hosoe see it as a useful tool that allows titles to fit any market. Prior to Backlash, the New York-based uh, Top Hat Studios has received nothing but support for its ghost-busting adventure since a successful Kickstarter campaign in 2018. Sense follows uh, Mei Lin Mok as she attempts to solve a century-old mystery hidden within the ruins of the Chongqing apartments. Players are tasked with exercising demons rather than combating them in an attempt to help them pass on uh, as they investigate a supernatural maelstrom of Chinese folklore. The Kickstarter campaign passed its $10,000 funding goal in just 30 days, receiving $60,027 from over 1,000 backers. Review Review bombing has resulted in quite a bit of negative feedbacks for the major IPs. Monster Hunter World was a recent target of the review bombs as a result of a racist joke included in the new Monster Hunter movie. Despite developer Capcom having no involvement in the film, the title's Steam user score suffered as a result. Hopefully the community support surrounding Sense, a cyberpunk ghost story, is strong enough to withstand any attempt to unfairly attack the title. I heard about this and I immediately bought the game. 
Of course you did. I haven't played it yet, though. I mean, there's there's a lot of... Uh, apparently, there's a lot of things that are, are pointing the protesters or the, the pro-censorship crowd against this game back to China. This goes into the whole... Of what is it? The, the Tencent mob, where they get paid mm-hmm. 10 cents per post. That is pro-Beijing. And trying to take down any any potentially slanderous commentary about the CCP. So it's not it's not a new story. It's for not. Us. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm I'm glad to see like indie developers like talking back. But the whole reason why they're able to fucking do that to just be like, no fuck you, we're we're keeping it here, is because they're not based in Taiwan. They're not based in yeah. Hong Kong. They're not based in. Any territory that is a part of the two nation or two countries, one nation agreement that China has. They're based in New York. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, go go help them out. Go buy this game. Go buy the Switch version. Go buy the Steam version. Go buy whatever version that you that you need to. It's 20 bucks. It's from what I've heard, it's fairly good. I'm going to probably check it out this week. Uh, I mean, the game, the, ga- the game itself looks solid. The game itself, like, it visually looks good. It looks like it's got great audio and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen in the trailers and everything, I'm still trying to pinpoint exactly what is it that they're talking about. Like, this game doesn't seem like the Grand Theft Autos out there or, like, any other violent games. I, I just... It, it just came out of nowhere, honestly. Like, this whole censorship shit. But kudos on the developer to stand their ground and be like, no, we're not censoring. We're not changing our vision of the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it looks interesting. It reminds me kind of like if you guys ever played Detention. Detention is a is an outstanding game by uh, Red Candle Games. They're the ones who made Devotion and got slapped down by, uh, by the CCP. There's a huge debacle about that. We've covered them quite a few times. But it, it seems like somewhat around the same premise where you're not actively killing the enemies. You're more or less trying to exercise the demons or exercise the the apparitions whereas in devotion you're just trying to bypass and find out how or why you died if you died or some shit like that so no definitely definitely go check this game out i mean yeah that's the biggest thing is like why are they talking shit on it if it's not like saying anything bad about hong kong in any way like as like, are they just being assholes because it takes place in Hong Kong? No, there's there's, there's probably some some commentary that is involved in there that may be critical of the CCP. That's what I have a feeling of. Uh, so I mean, like, like there's probably okay. like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. there's probably something in the game where they can mention something and then they're just taking it the wrong way. Like that wasn't their intention, but or it was their intention, are, and there's nothing that they could, that the CCP can do about it because they're a American based developer. Got it. So. They're also in New York, and they don't like New Yorkers. Are like, go fuck yourself. Well, I, I think there was an article they were talking about too. Like they were, they were saying that they wanted to really uh, reduce the main characters' like uh, chest size. Yeah, like they were just like that. It's just like they oh. wanted to do that shit with Tifa when the remake came out. Well, and once again, it's like they mentioned it in the article that like games like Final Fantasy VIII, who do have things like that and are being censored. It's like, why is it that this game in particular? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get, I don't think that's over the top. Like, 
I and Eddie, people will bitch about anything and everything yeah, in this world. That's the <laughs> that's problem. what you'll learn when you're doing podcasts. But Chat. the same people that are bitching, the same people that are bitching, complaining about this podcast are the ones that are playing like, uh, like uh, King of Fighters and just want to pick uh, my Shiranui to see her boobs bounce up and down. That's perfectly you see what I'm fine. Saying? It's just like. Yeah, it's perfectly. Or fun. they're degenerates that bought Tower of Succubus. So. <laughs> this guy right here. We all three did. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah. Hello, young yeah. Like, get over it. Be- Guess what? People like big fucking titties. Like, yeah. that's just what it is. I just beat. Like, I beat that big game. anime titties. Actually, I just I beat that game over the weekend. Sick. It was a good game. Which one? The uh, the Tower of Succubus. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't beat you it. Beat yeah. the, the Tower beat of Succubus? So. Oh, I did? beat it. Okay. I beat it. Wait, did you beat You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. There no, it I is. completed the game. I did complete the game. Oh, yeah. TJ is the fucking man. He backs, He kick-started the game and got it on Vita, which is apparently the worst running version of oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it just goes into more censorship shit. Yeah, people. It, it also goes into cancel culture. That's going to go into that as well. Yeah, people are just like, like I don't. That's the biggest. Like, what happened? Like, I. What happened to people not liking big titties and shit like that? Like, well, no, it, there's people that. And like I get them. it. It's probably like like realistic representation, but I no. See, I don't even think it's that. I just think there are people out there. Where there's like, I think it really comes down to that. There's <laughs> communities that now just don't know what to complain about, so they're going to what they they're used to and seen mm-hmm. and now are just saying like oh it's a little too much because i was on a, well was, this too like a lot of yeah. a lot of people were like a lot of game developers have caved and actually censored their mm-hmm. games yeah so now this one's like fuck you we're not gonna do it yeah and they're like oh now they're the enemy yeah that's true oh uh, no anime titties have the best plot as per dreadhead Savage. yeah they do that's you don't need plot when you have anime exactly. titties <laughs> it's all good yeah, it's it's just weird. I mean, it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's, You're allowed to talk about like porn and stuff like that, but you can't have this type of stuff in games. You know what I mean? That I mean, that's one of the things you can bring up if you want to like get into it about like America and shit like that. People are like, "Oh, you can't see a booby, but you can watch Rambo mow down 15 people, you know, on TNT." Is yeah. that all? Cuz you know, they play Is that old, all he killed. Yeah. Well, no, but also, well, I, that's just, it, he killed a lot. Yeah, but also, it's, it's there's the argument of too, of like uh, how people are very specific and picky about what is right and what is wrong. Senran Kagura on the PlayStation or the uh, systems are now censored because people started complaining. But then you have a sex scene involving some characters in The Last of Us Two, and no one's saying anything yeah. about that. They're saying because it's art. I, I was right. going to say, it was just saying, like, just wasn't say, the yeah. director like actively in the mocap? For that sex scene, that he was just like he that's just weird. wanted to be in there. Uh, well, that's like the David Cage shit too. <laughs> with uh, what was it? Beyond Two Souls is that the one that has uh, Willem Dafoe? Yes. And, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not the it's Ellen it's no Page. Longer, uh, uh, well, her? the new no 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 it's uh, Ethan. I don't know what Ethan. her Ethan. There Ethan you go. Page. Ethan, Ethan Page. Page. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, formerly Ellen Page. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking weird. David Cage. I don't fuck David Cage is all I got to say. Fuck David Cage. He's a piece of shit French actor, French director that thinks he knows what he's talking about. He don't know shit. But apparently they keep giving him money. So I don't know why. Anyway, but yeah, uh, go check out Sense a Cyberpunk Story or a Cyberpunk Ghost Story. It's on Switch and let's see, it says here at the bottom. It is currently available on Steam and is set to release uh, on Nintendo Switch on January 7th. So it Three came out days a few days ago. ago. Five days ago when mm-hmm. this gets released so. on, on, uh, on Podbean. Which, by the way, Maybe. we have been doing fairly <laughs> fucking well. 
in the last couple of days. I'm proud of us. Oh yeah, you, we want to say thank yeah. you for every to everybody. Yeah. All these people that just showed up. Thank just you. Randomly. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. The yeah. fucking recordings have exploded. It's, it's really weird that it happened when Eddie showed up. So I don't <laughs> oh, know what no, happened. Come on now. <laughs> come on now. Clearly, that's why. Uh, that's why. Right. That's why I call myself the Rock Man. You know, because I'm like the Viagra for uh, for all these <laughs> white production. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. You want. You need to. Yeah, you you, you need call a, yourself re- the cock. Yeah, is you, what you, you need a reboot. <laughs> you need a reboot or re-energize like a franchise or or something. You bring in Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and that's it. Makes money. <laughs> I guess we'll get two Jumanji movies out of this. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> terrible, terrible, absolutely. Awful. Uh, that's I saw someone. I think it was Red Letter Media saying like that. The Rock is like so charismatic and such a good guy, but he's in all of these shit movies. <laughs> like he's in so, like he's in like the Jumanji movies, which I watched the first Jumanji movie and it was entertaining. It I like the first, yeah. but then you got like. What was the one where he was in like uh where he had like a fake leg or something like that and he was like this on um, uh, this big like skyscraper or some shit I forget what that one was called Oh Rampage No no, no, no that oh, no the, um, there was Rampage and San there was Andreas. another movie San that, Andreas Yes it's yeah. a, a disaster He's porn just movie is what it's embracing called embracing the the fucking B-list actor type deal like mm-hmm. he has the potential exactly. they're paying he, him. they have exactly. the potential of like making him of making a list but it's just like yo i just want to be in everything the tooth fairy exactly yeah. i mean he's in his a-list movies he's in the fast and the furious movies those are technically a-list yeah. movies yeah but he just doesn't give a fuck and i love it it's it's fucking yeah. stupid anyway just th- <laughs> all right yeah. anyway let's go on to some more lewdness yes i love lewdness Lude. and titties. so koei tecmo vows a lawsuit over unauthorized softcore porn dead or softcore porn i'm sorry uh softcore nice. dead or alive dvds i'm assuming that they're porn i haven't gotten my hands on these things i don't know what other else like words that softcore. well the thing is with. that this could go so- with anything and I'm, I'm i have my theories Koei Tecmo announced that they have filed charges against an unnamed suspect who has made and sold an unauthorized DVD containing modified materials from the Dead or Alive series. The suspect was noted to have recorded footage from multiple games, including Dead or Alive Extreme Venus Vacation. Further modifications were done to the footage, such as the removal of character clothing. The results were compiled into a DVD and then sold them on an auction site. Despite the character modifications, Koei Tecmo saw this as a malicious infringement of its copyright and reported it to the case to the Kangawa, uh, Kanagawa Prefectural Police Department. The company intends to file both criminal and civil lawsuits against the suspect, the latter to demand restitution caused by the copyright infringement from replicating and distributing the company's creation without authorization. Where'd you get this news article? Uh, this is <laughs> this is Silicon Era, bro. So I like I didn't I was looking for for news, right? This just fell into my lap, and I'm like, there is no way I can't talk about this. Cause like the thing is, is like if you want to see, if you want to see fucking Kasumi, fucking what's her name, Marie Rose, fucking any sure. any of these characters, you could just go on X videos or Pornhub or anything here. Go on Studio Fow. They have a fucking three part saga about Kasumi. Kasumi. They have a really nice Discord. They is have all I'm a gonna great say. Discord. <laughs> and if you want to check that shit, just go there. You don't have to buy a DVD. This this sounds like a story from like the early 2000s. Yes. Right. Like wh- where you couldn't get that yes. shit and all that. 
You're just like, what? And then, oh, like, there's this video. Like, you go to an anime or a fighting game, and they're, like, selling exactly. these underneath and the like, table SF, and all that shit. SFW, like, motion capture stuff, where they break into the yeah. game to fuck with the assets, like, was, like, really hard to fucking do. Now, literally, everybody was doing this. No! This was posted, like, six days ago. Right? Yeah. This was not no. 1999. Right? This is no. This is legit. Bro, this is absolutely fucking legit. No, back in 1999, people were doing the mods to see Lara Croft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're pixelated. Where they're square titties. There was an an actual licensed game back in like the the late 90s where it was adults only. And it was Lara Croft with her fucking triangle pyramid titties just hanging out there. (laughs) And some fucking suckers. Looking like Madonna. Some fucking uh, (laughs) degenerate was beating off to it. Like, it was fucking, like, God's gift to fucking nerds. I don't know what to tell you. I can't. Above me. Above you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're above me. (laughs) It wasn't me. It wasn't me, I promise. It it wasn't me. me. You got to pull out the old shaggy. It It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I mean, it's just like. Uh, This is is goofy. Yeah, the article itself, it's like you keep, you read it and you read it over again and you see the the headline and you're just like. First of all, like you said, you could find this anywhere. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this dude was just like, let me put it on DVD and sell it. Somebody probably bought it. Why? Well, someone so, did buy it. This is the... Yeah. Someone did buy it. <laughs> Don't point it at me. It wasn't uh, me. No, I'm, I'm looking for where I'm supposed to point, and it's my hand is cut off. Yeah, yeah. your hand's gone. You don't got it no more. So, But uh, no, here's the thing is like, be this it TV. reminds me of the Belle Delphine shit. Can we be mad at the hustle? No, we should be well, mad no, at the no, people no, no. that bought okay, it. So hold on, no, 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 no. We can't, we can't like, like throw shade at people because, because here's the thing, like Belle Delphine, like owns her body, right? She's able to make whatever she wants with Belle Delphine. Correct. This dude took like copyrighted material and assets and tried to sell it as a profit my bad i'm sorry that i didn't that shit on x videos no harm no foul but the second that you put that shit to print and then sold it on ebay that's when it's a fucking problem that's what the problem so the moral of the story is don't have your fucking 3d hentai on fucking DVD and try to sell it. Go the normal yeah. route and just get ad revenue off of it by putting it on Pornhub. <laughs> That's how you make you, money. You ever remember buying like bootleg anime from like early 2000s? Oh, and like yeah. get it sent to you? And it's yeah, just on like. DVD. <laughs> like they would they would put it on DVD and the DVDs looked fine, but then they would print cover art that was literally just on a regular piece of paper. Yep. Oh, you got cover I got art? some. I got some Samurai Shampoo DVDs once because I was trying to get the DVDs and I was broke. And two of them came in and I was just like, they didn't even trim the edges of the paper. Like, (laughs) it's great. I have uh, Black Lagoon, an entire set of that, all fucking bootlegged. Mm -hmm. It's it's fucking ah, stupid. It's fine. I love it. Yes. All right. More titties. More Yay. More, more titties. titties. More <laughs> titties. Let's talk about more titties. Let's talk about uh, some SNK titties that are not from SNK Heroines because that's a bad game. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Studio. I got to address chat. Did FYE close down? Uh, uh, I thought no. it did. FYE rebranded. So FYE does. FYE is still open. They're still open, but they don't, they don't do what they used to. FYE used to be like massive on music and videos yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit like that. But when everything went digital, they were just like, how the fuck are we going to survive? 
And yeah. so they went the route of Hot Topic, and they're essentially non-Goth Hot Topic. Like, yeah, we went they to also an FYE do a lot of the, when the you, buybacks and shit like that. Yeah, we went to an FYE when you came down for MAGFest. I'm pretty sure... Did we? I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I bought the speakers with you. We went down to the well, mall. I don't remember that. I, I know for a fact you were with me. Because <laughs> it was around the time that we were trying to unfuck my computer. But I know for a fact that you were with me. Anyway. Oh, that was a Best Buy. I, yeah, we might have went to an FYE, whatever. Because I, I went to an FYE. There's still an FYE down in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, and that was... I mean, that's also that's been a year since I've been in Texas, so a company could shut down within a year. So, <laughs> well, I'm tripping out right now because I remember I used to associate Fye and thought it was very similar to Suncoast. Uh, do you guys remember the Suncoast? Yeah, yeah I remember Suncoast. Suncoast yeah, and, and apparently it's the same thing. Like Sam Goody, Suncoast, and Fye mm-hmm. all fall under the same umbrella. Yep. Fye and Hastings, I think, were owned by the same company when Hastings was still around, but Hastings uh, went under. Yeah. So. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Chris. No, Proceed no, with the my titties. It's, it's fine. Yeah. So the King of Fighters 15 trailer has finally been revealed after what seemed to have been a, only a brief delay. SNK dropped the King of Fighters 15 revealed rather abruptly on January 7th, 2021. Uh, as expected, people got the chance to take a first look at the game and some of its characters, but not only were KOF's 15's Mai Shiranai or Shiranui, I fucked that up. Kiroku yeah. <laughs> Sanagi, Liora, uh, and Shen Nui. I don't know how to fucking say that name. Appearances confirmed, but we'll also see more in the week of January 10th, 2021, and be playing the game in 2021. The presentation kicked off right away with some character reveals. We knew from the December 2020 teaser that Shinoe, Kyo, and Benimaru would be back, and also that Shinoe would also be the protagonist in this installment. But this offered a first-hand look at KOF 15's Mai, K, and Leona's. Leona's? I don't know how to fucking say that. Leona. 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 Uh, Their versions as well. Each one had animations that seemed to represent their entrances and attacks after a look at the characters. Producer uh, Yasuyuki Oda and creative director Isuki Ogura both appeared to talk about the game. Ogura says that we're focusing on keeping the series staple being a fast pace while also adding elements to make it more exciting. Ogura also said that when it came to the current phase development or the current phase in development, the team will be brushing up features and optimizing the gameplay. Thank you, TJ. I still won't. I still will not do what you tell me to. Uh, <laughs> there will also be animated videos released to inspired by the game with Masama Obara directing it, which is pretty fucking cool. So no no new news on it. It was the one thing that I didn't really like include with the with the article, so to say, is that this is also when we were expecting more Samurai Showdown season three stuff. We know that um, Champ Cham got re- announced for season three. She's going to be coming out, I believe, this month. And then we're also supposed to be getting a character from The Last Blade. Uh, I don't know how to say, or I don't remember what the character was either, but I mean, like, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah, no word on Vanessa or Terry. Um, no blue. Or Iori. <laughs> Iori is my favorite KOF character outside of Terry. Yet, though. Yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the big thing. Yet. So there's yeah. going to be more to come out next week. I do like this new protagonist. He is pretty Yeah, this cool. new character looks cool. <laughs> uh, he was, I mean, he was cool in 14. He's very, very strong in 14. Uh, but there's like, I, I'm gonna fuck up her name, but her name is like Naria. Naria is like this Middle Eastern like shaman type character. She has a super sick move set. She is super fucking cool. 
I do want to go back to this trailer because mm-hmm. at one point it looks like the the main character you said it looks like he gets uh, granted the two his hands are like orange and red mm-hmm. or orange and blue so if you put those together I believe you might get like a shade of purple but it looks like he was engulfed by the saying the Orochi that Iori has in within him. I'd be really annoyed if they kept on bringing up the the fucking spirit or bullshit that Iori keeps on getting engulfed by. I don't think that Man, that's the case. Let me see case. if I can get it. I think that they were setting up for Shune to be the main character from 14 because I believe that's when he got revealed in the in uh-huh. in the game. So all I know is that he has a very oppressive and very cool move set. So I'm excited for it. I mean, Mai's in it, so that's all that matters. It is surprising yeah. that they didn't show off Terry since Terry's like the staple. Terry, well, I mean, well Terry's, Terry's a side character in KOF. Like yeah. Terry's Terry's arc is over. And Rock Howard's uh, arc okay. is over because all of that was Fatal Fury going into Garo Mark of the Wolves. So yep. gotcha. Shows how much I've uh, kept up with King of Fighters. Yeah, no, K- so. King of Fighters is almost as bad as Guilty Gear when it comes to trying to track down their fucking their storylines. What I was kind of upset is that they brought back a zombie version of uh, Geese Howard, and they didn't bother bringing back Ash. Which I don't give a shit what anyone says. Ash is pretty fucking cool. Ash fucking broke the series, though. They had to retcon him out. I Bring him back as a character. No, they got to retcon him out. He ruined everything. <laughs> that's, that's bullshit. Am no, I, I, I think it looks... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was reading chat. Am I wrong, or does KOF 15 look marginally better graphically? I thought they'd go cell shaded or something. No, no, no. The game looks great, and what s- some people are complaining is that not every single game has to look like fucking Guilty Gear Strive. And that's a lot of people have been like making those comments about KOF not and, wrong. and even other fighting games that have been coming out. Like ever since the Strive reveal last year, people were just like, oh shit, we need to step up our game. I'm just like, fucking Guilty Gear is an anime fighter. Like you don't have yeah. to have like anime fighting type type of shit. But I mean, I get it. This game is gorgeous. This game looks cool. No, Take I King of Fighters back to Pixels. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I, I, no, I agree, though. I 100% agree. I think the game itself and the style looks gorgeous. And what was tripping me out is I think they were talking about it. Like, uh, they go, uh, we're trying to do things that we weren't able or we were limited to on the PlayStation 4. And I'm thinking to myself, like, the PlayStation 4 is a hefty, beefy c- system where I thought you were going to be able to do some... I didn't think King of Fighters... 14 was a bad looking game but compared to this i'm just like it's like night and day Mm -hmm. i really like this style that they're going with right now it really Mm -hmm. it really fits the king of fighter style for me um and i'm excited for it i'm like genuinely excited for it right on i mean yeah i like it that's cool what isn't this the one that doesn't the owner of king of fighters isn't it the prince of saudi arabia or whatever yeah and that was something that woolly madden was talking about it was like are we just going to magically like ignore the fact that you know, the crown prince, I think his name is like uh, Sayyid bin Mohammed, is now like the majority shareholder for SNK and owns the rights to KOF. Is everyone going to just forget about that and gush over it? Or are we going to realize that SNK's games are being made on with blood money? So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. I mean,. What are you going to do? I mean, we've bought games that have worse things behind them, I believe. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, oh, no. I, my whole thing with the whole Saudi Arabia thing is uh, whoever the U.S. usually sides with, sometimes I agree with it, sometimes I don't. 
Saudi Arabia is a really important ally, no matter what you want to say. So I'm going to ignore this. <laughs> All right. There you go. Just play the game Just if you want to. play the game. <laughs> What are we looking at? Is that that's King of Fighters fourteen, right? This is King of Fighters. That- yeah, this is King of Fighters fourteen yeah. uh, Ultimate Edition. So yeah, okay, cool. Like this, this shit right here should have came out like a year or two ago because KOF fourteen came out. I want to say in two thousand fourteen. Like it's fairly fairly old no, game. It's- has it been that? Look it up. No. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh, up right wow. Now. Just looking at this compared to what we saw from 15. 15 looks so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think it was. Uh, what did okay, it come out? Because I want to say about it here. It came oh, out yeah, 2016. 2016. Yeah. When was the last time that fucking shit has come out for KOF 14? Also, I forgot about y- uh, Yamazawa. Yamazawa's fucking dope because he's just fucking insane. <laughs> or Yamazaki. My bad. A season 2 came out 2017? No, that doesn't sound right. See, oh, wow. If season two came, if season two was the last season that they had, and it came out in, two, in 2017, mm-hmm. this ultimate edition should have came out in 2018. You're yeah. releasing PJ's- it in the same year that your new game is coming out. I think it's a waste. I don't know if it's going to sell. Yeah, I don't. Know I, mean, well, I mean, it doesn't come with anything. There's nothing that it, there's no incentive to it. Like I have all the DLC characters already, and I bought them on special when they were on sale on the PlayStation Store. So what is this going to offer? Like costumes? What, what costumes at this? Costumes, point, right? all unlocked characters. That's about it. What What does any ultimate? It's like taunts. Yeah. What does What does ultimate have to say? Or what is What does an ultimate edition of a game mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just weird to put it out so close to your release of your next iteration of the franchise mm-hmm. and, and and it also it also depends on what kind of um uh, what price point is it going to have right like if they're going to be like oh it's going to be 20 bucks for this ultimate edition people who haven't played the game might be like you know what fuck it for 20 bucks i'll buy it you know mm-hmm. I mean, for 20 bucks yeah but yeah like, but this, if it's i don't if see if this being 20 dollars though well i mean do they put a price point on it we'll see right now uh base uh, i mean it comes with base game as well so i don't know comes out january 20th for the digital version no, they didn't come out with a price point on it. No, I didn't think so. So, so TJ says the stake that the prince has though is in SNK is very little. No way. I mean, it, I just pulled something up that said that they own thirty three percent of the company. Oh, okay. So. There you go. Anyway, moving on from that, Eddie, yes. tell me about the Bullet Club. Yes, let's. We're we're done talking about anime titties, so let's talk about shirtless oily men who wrestle. Um, <laughs> the Bullet Club reunites on AEW Dynamite. I'm sorry, with major invasion angles. It's it's yeah. This is going to be a crazy, crazy thing. And I, I'll read the article, and then we'll get into like how deep this significance is. Yeah, you you got to uh, be my translator for this because like yeah. When I was reading through this, I was just like, okay, you're just transcribing a match or a series of yeah. matches that took place. So. I, I will say before we get into this that I recently just listened to Kenny Omega's theme song and that shit fucking is really good. I didn't yeah. know that he <laughs> like, had a fucking finisher called the One Wing Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his whole, he, yeah. they reference One Wing Angel in his theme. Yeah, the the uh, Kenny Omega is a and and I'll get into what Kenny Omega is um, and why he did the Hadoken. Yeah, and why? Like, dude, we'll, we'll get into it for sure. But Bullet Club Bullet Club reunites on AEW Dynamite with major invasion angle. When Kenny Omega shockingly appeared on Impact Wrestling, fans started dreaming of a Bullet Club reunion. Now on AEW Dynamite, not only did the Bullet Club reunion happen, but it was almost an 
duplicate of the Omega version from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Omega defended his AEW World Championship against Ray Phoenix in the main event and won the one and won with the One Winged Angel. After the match, Omega's manager Don Callis mentioned to the screen, and both of Phoenix's partner in the Death Triangle were getting beaten up backstage. Omega threatened to take out Ray Phoenix for good, but before he could, John Moxley saved Phoenix. Then Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson attacked Moxley and joined Omega in beating down the former world champ. This was huge since Gallows and Anderson worked for Impact Wrestling and not AEW. When AEW talent tried to stop them, all three beat down everyone in a scene very reminiscent of the NWO beatdowns in WCW during the Monday Night Wars of the 90s. The invasion of Impact Wrestling stars bore even stronger similarity top when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall invaded WCW to start the NWO angle. Finally, after the three men beat down everyone, the Young Bucks came out and tried to get in between everyone. However, the show ended with the Young Bucks both super-kicking AEW stars, and then all five men held up the Bullet Club two-sweet hand sign showing union. The original Bullet Club featured little leader Prince Devitt, who is now Finn Balor in WWE. Carl Anderson was one of the original members as well. Soon, the Young Bucks joined the group along with Luke Gallows. AJ Styles followed Balor as the leader, and he, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Gallows and Anderson were among the strongest factions in the New Japan Pro Wrestling in New Japan Pro Wrestling at the time, although Gallows and Anderson left for WWE when Styles did. Now in a moment that should change AEW and Impact Wrestling, the Bullet Club has reformed and looks to cause some damage to two different wrestling promotions as 2021 gets underway. The reason why this is so exciting, AJ Styles was, was a leader in the Bullet Club, and the best way I can describe the Bullet Club it is the modern day NWO. That's that happened. I was thinking it yeah, was. it's the modern day NWO, and it's been a huge faction in Japan. Where basically, if you were a foreigner and you wanted to become successful, you joined the Bullet Club. Like that was the only way, like that you can make it in there. The thing about it was is, and the reason why I say this, look at that picture right there that you're showing on there. Mm-hmm. You got Kenny Omega in the middle, the Young Bucks. Luke Gallows and uh, Carl Anderson, all champions, all Bullet Club members, all champions. Prince Devitt, a.k.a. Finn Balor, who's on WWE's brand NXT, is also a champion there right now. Tamatanga, uh, there was another picture that you showed on there. Tamatanga and his tag team partner, original members of the Bullet Club, are two Samoan dudes that joined the Bullet Club right there on the left. The bearded fellow. Yeah. And his partner yeah, yeah, up yeah. top. Yeah. Also tag champions in new japan currently the bullet club seems to breed champions is what it sounds like not only that but you got three promotions or like actually four promotions that have bullet club members if not former bullet club members all as champions right now and each one is basically like when this whole thing happened they've been like once in bullet bullet club is for life like bullet club forever mm-hmm. like once you yeah. were in it's never gonna go like it's like so it's exciting that all this stuff is happening right now. And the reason why Kenny Omega is such a good attraction, is such a good leader to this thing, is because he's a big video game guy. As you saw, he is uh, the one, his finishing move is the one-winged angel. His special move is the V-trigger, where he basically does a knee-to-the-face type of thing. 
yeah. his entrances come when he comes out is usually very video game inspired during like pay-per-views he mm-hmm. comes out wearing just the one winged angel outfit he came out dressed up as mega man he was known as the cleaner aka the terminator version of kenny omega like the dude is like <laughs> legit like an 80s action 90s action video game he, movie. he embraces what he is yeah and what he, he loves so for what was it? They had they had a last year they had a cross promotion. It was called Fighter Fest, and Kenny Omega basically did this mini pay per view where they there was a tournament that there was going on, and there was a big voice, Golden Boy, the announcer, Golden Boy. Does that sound familiar? Yes. To any of you guys? I only know the anime of Golden yeah, Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go- Golden Boy basically signed a, a contract with AEW so they can do like a fighting tournament before, and then the next day was a pay per view with Kenny Omega, uh, basically ah. running the show. Okay. And their entrance was the Young Bucks dressed up as Ken and Ryu and Kenny Omega <laughs> showing up as uh, Akuma. Like, it was wild. <laughs> That's, this shit's, they know what they're playing to. <laughs> they, they know what they're playing to. They, they've got video games coming up. They got, like, so many things. Kenny Omega actually has a Capcom deal right now um, where they're doing, like, cross-promotion shirts. So you can find shirts of Kenny Omega fighting Akuma on sale from Capcom, <laughs> like, type of shit. So Doesn't Kenny Omega also have his own YouTube channel, kind of like how Xavier Woods or Austin so, so, Creed? No, so Kenny Omega does not actually have his own YouTube channel. Well, I mean, he doesn't have a Twitch channel, but what he does have now is his own like video game showcase channel that they're doing after Dynamite okay. every Wednesday. That just like recently started up. I think um, I just saw him on Up Up Down Down a lot. He was on he, there. He was he, on there. A he lot. was. Yeah, there was a whole there was a whole story arc to that too, like where they had it. Uh, going on and and this is why it's exciting because it's it's bringing it's bringing territory wrestling back to its roots like now okay. it's not just it's not just one company running the whole show like wwe yeah fuck the, fuck vince mcmahon <laughs> yeah it's like you got a bunch of people from different factions different promotions that are now legitimately creating storylines and story arcs that are just going all over the place the mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing is that we are during a pandemic right now yeah, and so it's, it's hard tough. to travel and all that stuff. But, dude, yeah, it's this is this is probably one of the best things that could have happened in wrestling because there has never been officially a Bullet Club in the United States. It was all Japan. They, yeah. WWE tried to do this with Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and AJ Styles, and they even since they can't, they don't own the rights to Bullet Club. They don't own yeah. the rights to Bullet Club. They just called it the OC. The original club, which was the dumbest ah, thing ever, because you're like, yeah. if somebody says the OC, I'm thinking the Orange County, freaking yeah, TV, the TV show. show. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. And then it, it, they Bullet even, Club. Well, I've I've seen so much stuff like because like when you scroll down here and look at it, this is a this is apparently the Bullet Club logo, right? Mm-hmm. This is the OG Bullet Club logo. I've seen yeah. so many different like iterations of this. I mean, so much to the point where this is your brand. So the like Fuerte Club, yeah, the Fuerte, the Fuerte Club, 100, Club, like one hundred percent. And that and that was the crazy thing about it. It's just like the Bullet Club, and then there's like each each individual member basically has a club shirt to their style or liking. Like I have a Kenny Omega shirt that says Omega. It just says Omega, and it looks like the Terminator face. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So. That's why it's exciting because it's really bringing in that, like, it's really bringing in that whole unknowing, like, you wrestling right now is no longer kayfabe. You know exactly what's happening. You know it's all storyline. You know it's all story arc. Doing this is actually refreshing, and it's a great time to be a wrestling fan because 
they're doing stuff that has not been done in such a long time. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, Bullet Club. Maybe was- I need to check out. Maybe because I've always heard that AEW is like bounds of like better than WWE. Yeah, every for Wednesday. A while. Every Wednesday on my Discord, I host I host uh, Dynamite. If you guys ever want to tune in and like, we just kind of watch okay. wrestling and that's it. But yeah, uh, Happy says that Bullet Club was showing up in ROH, and yeah, I understand that that Bullet Club was showing up in ROH, but it still wasn't like based here. Like it was still. Who's this guy were... doing the duck face? Because I don't like this guy. Which one <laughs> from the from the Young Bucks? Oh, Matt Jackson. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt Jackson. Yeah, I don't respect the... a man that does a duck face. He's the older brother of the. Uh, he's the older brother of the Young Bucks, and mm. um, gotcha. Yeah, no, Young he... Bucks. That's a good name. I like that. Yeah. No, it's 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 great. Dude. It's like really really great. And like I said, like what Happy's pointing out that they were in ROH. They were in ROH because there was a cross promotion that they were having with New Japan. Now, New Japan was what is ROH? Ring of, Ring of Honor. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, so New Japan was working the cross promotion with Ring of Honor, and that's why they had like the people come in and out and stuff like that. But an actual like base, like there was even people talking about the rumors. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna have Bullet Club West," is what they were calling it. Okay. But no, it does and. As far as I know, it is a Bullet Club reunion, but they're not actually calling themselves the Bullet Club yet. It's just people know. Yeah, people know. So, so maybe they can get around the legal issues. <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's just crazy because like even um, there's a story arc with Kenny Omega and the current uh, champion of New Japan, which is heartbreaking in so many things. We were talking about this last week and like I was like not getting any sleep because I was staying up late watching Japanese wrestling. Yeah, I remember um, that. There's a story arc with Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi is now the IWGP, which is the New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, dual champion, heavyweight and intercontinental champion. There's a story arc between him and Kenny Omega where they basically grew up together in New Japan. Like, Omega saw Kota Ibushi and he's like, I need to go to Japan to meet this guy yeah. and wrestle with him. And team up with him. And, like, they were a tag team mm-hmm. when they were young. And then they were, like, became champions. And then they went their separate ways. And then they kind of started doing their own thing. Omega went with the Bullet Club. And then they kind of reunited. There's, like, some love elements in there, too. Like, they were probably romantically involved at one point, too. Like, it was, like, they, they were they were called the Golden Lovers. It was, like, this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, this whole huge thing. I remember so, a super eyepatch wolf talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a big, it, it was a huge deal. And, like, when, when Omega was basically leaving, like, New Japan, people were like, well, Kota Ibushi's going with him, right? Like, Kota has to go with him. Like, there's no way he's leaving Kota Ibushi behind. And then he didn't. And yeah, he left them behind. Like, yeah, Kota Ibushi never went. And so you see the things that are happening in New Japan and Kota Ibushi's finally having his moment in Wrestle Kingdom, main the main show twice in two different nights, and Kenny Omega can't be there. But Kenny Omega's like tweeting and posting pictures, I'm coming for that belt. Uh oh. It's this whole <laughs> crazy story arc of things. So just seeing things like this. The, the day that Kenny Omega became the leader of the Bullet Club was with these four members, and that's when he overthrew AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. So, I've never really liked AJ Styles. He just kind of has like a face you want to punch. A, 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 lot like. of people, a lot of people say the same thing. AJ Styles has made comments about other things, too, that are just kind of like... Because apparently he's a, he's a big thing in the gay community. Like, a lot of... People like send him pictures and like talk to him like, and he's just like he made some comments about like I don't want those kind of people like blah blah. Oh, and it's just like no. oh dude like yeah like dude you cannot 
you know take the flattery (laughs) yeah so and it was like on a podcast and something like so it was like recorded and stuff like that like somebody asked him the question fuck aj styles he was on the cover of that shitty wwe game (laughs) yeah so yes as happy points it out right there it's a 10 plus year store lining spanning two countries and four promotions that's insane wild it's so so what is you're getting wild you're getting riled up about this (laughs) i love it dude. you're loving this yeah what is it. what is the potential potential of Oda possibly coming over to the U.S. Oda 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 coming to the U.S. I mean uh, Oda Oda Ibushi. Thank you. Yeah, I I don't not right now at the time because of the whole pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they're going to focus on Omega focusing on the titles right here. He already has two titles. He already has two titles. He has the AEW Heavyweight Championship. He is the Triple A, which is the Mexican wrestling promotion. He's the heavyweight champion down there. God, he's, he's going bu- everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's building the storyline with the Impact guy, where they're going to basically become. Cha- he's basically going to become the heavyweight champion there, and then the only two other belts he's going to be missing is going to be the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Belt, which his former lover has. You know why this is so fascinating to me is because this is exactly what Takamura from Ipo is trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Takamura, so so, and he's not doesn't have this storyline, all this other stuff. Yeah. But Takamura is a is a boxer that's trying to get the champion belt in every weight cl- classification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's insane to think about. But like this reminds me of that shit. Like, and that's the thing. People are like, you know, wrestling's fake. I'm like, yeah, but it's better TV than a lot of fucking TV that's yeah. out there. And that's like, what I mean. And, and that's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. Is that like this? This hasn't been done in quite some time, and the way they're going about it is just sheer perfection. Because you yeah. can't do this in WWE. You can't. Vince McMahon. Vince won't, won't let it happen. Yeah, Vince won't let it happen. And so you have ten-year stories, two countries, possibly three if you include Mexico. Four promotions, all just kind of like puddling together. Yeah. Now with with not because I remember Nakamura is in AEW, right? Shinsuke Nakamura's in uh, WWE. But he goes back to AEW sometimes too, doesn't he? Or is he just, he's now officially in WWE? Yeah, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura has been in WWE. He's never been in AEW. Are you thinking NXT? That's what I got it mixed up with. Mm-hmm. He came from NXT, right? Yeah, he went from he went from Japan to NXT to uh, the main roster in WWE. Because that's a real fucking JoJo character, is what Nakamura is. Shinsuke... He is an anime character. Well, Shinji, sh- Shinji. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura is his own thing. He's a beast, dude. Like, he used to be a prize fighter. Like, he's re- he's actually fought, like, in... Uh, what was that promotion that they had over there in Japan? Uh, the, like, UFC one, but it wasn't UFC? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. I forget, I'm, remember, I'm forgetting the name. He has um, one of the proud, best themes pride, ever. Pride, pride fighting, or I think is what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't know, maybe. There's, a, there's a match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Brock Lesnar. Like what? Wait, what? Yeah, there's a match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Brock Lesnar. Like, they fought for, like, the, the title in pride fighting over in Japan. Oh, man. So, dude, like, the dude's a legit badass. And uh, he's got one of the greatest theme songs. But that's the... Yeah, The Rising Sun is amazing. Yeah, and, and and that's what I'm telling you, dude. Like, right now, this is very reminiscent of the NWO. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows coming in. And then, then basically... Because nobody was expecting it. Especially during these times of the pandemic and all that stuff. Yeah. You're like, how do we make wrestling exciting again? And they're doing Can it. you... Can you imagine these wrestlers when they're able to get people back in again? Mm-hmm. Do you imagine how well they're going to perform? Because let's be honest, it's like a drug being yeah. in front of people like that. And for them to be able to get their fix again, we're going to see amazing shows. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. It's hey, awesome. guys, I'm a, re- I'm a wrestling fan now. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, Chris, that's basically the Bullet Club. That's ex- it, The origins go back way, way, uh, so many years in New Japan. They've, uh, they've had many various champions that have been the heavyweight champions for New Japan. And as you can clearly see, anywhere they go, they basically get gold. Okay. And it's exciting. Yeah. Okay. I'll pay more attention. <laughs> Eddie's Eddie's wrestling boner is rock hard right now. <laughs> the thing the thing about it too, the thing about it too is the timing. Like when I was doing everything of the rebrand I, when I was off the two weeks and I was like, oh, I need to create this logo and the merch and like rebrand the channel and stuff like that, like blah 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 blah. And then like this happens and I'm just like, this is fucking perfect. Like this is fucking perfect. It's it's relevant now again. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just yeah. So and like I said, they they've got really they're gonna come out with a new game. They're working on two mobile games and one actual console game. And the dudes are actually like Kenny Omega actually reached out to one of the biggest games that they had, and we talked about this, I think, on the Nintendo sixty four were the wrestling games. Right. WCW yeah. and WO World Tour, No Mercy. Kenny Omega actually reached out to the guy, the producer and creator of No Mercy. And he's like, I'm down. I am down to be a part of this. Like so wow. he's working directly with that guy. And that's pretty big. Okay. So yeah, it's exciting stuff, man. And that's why I'm like, it's just everything that the bullet club right now is doing AEW overall. is just getting their name out there again and putting in the work to showcase what these guys can really do. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people will talk smack about Kenny Omega that he's the worst. Jim Cornette is one of those guys. And I'm not even going to get into Jim Cornette's, whole debacle thing and whatnot that's but, the, we could make a podcast about this <laughs> yeah but he he like hates kenny omega because like kenny omega kenny omega in japan wrestled like kids and he's just like why are you wrestling kids and then kota ibushi has a match where he wrestled an inflatable doll and he's like that's not wrestling <laughs> and I, i'm like dude it's sports entertainment hence yeah. the word entertainment you know what i mean mm-hmm. you ask them it's pro it's pro wrestling it's pure it's pro wrestling a puro wrestling, how they say it in Japan, but it's it's great story arcs right now, and like you said, it would be even better if they had a full audience. But I'm here for it, and this is amazing. This is big, big news in the wrestling community. We needed this after the Brody Lee thing, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This podcast has been a lot of good news after good news on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All, right, All right, well, that wraps up news, right? That that wraps up news. That wraps up, that wraps up news. All- Right. So now we're getting into the next section, which is our podcast questions. If you have questions that you have not asked us, you can join our Discord, which is listed below, and you can just go ahead and drop in whatever you want in the podcast questions. If you are in chat, you can drop questions in chat. However, the Discord questions take priority. So first question, Scotty Mofa Show says, Scott Pilgrim, this is the most money I will have ever thrown at a game release. What is a collector's edition that you pre-ordered faster than they can finish announcing it? Don't have one? Create your own dream collector's edition for any game. Or for Legend of Dragoon. Give me a minute to think on this one. Because I'm going to try and... I'd like to pick something that isn't like the usual suspects. Sure. So... Eddie, you gotta go then. <laughs> I, I, Chris, I, I, you gotta go. I gotta go one, but you can go ahead, Chris. Okay, so first. I usually don't go for a collector's edition. When I go for a collector's edition, I normally don't pre-order it. 
I think the only one I attempted to pre-order was the Final Fantasy VII Remake one and the Breath of the Wild one. I have the special edition of Breath of the Wild. I don't have the collector's edition with the actual Master Sword statue, which I've seen mm. online, and it goes for about as much as the collector's edition went for, which is about 100 150 bucks. Not that I won't go out there and buy it. Eventually, it just hasn't crossed my mind when I've had money. But, I mean, other collector's editions that I have picked up, I think my best one that I've gotten was my Sekiro collector's edition. The statue... I've got that one, The statue one too. It's for, really nice. um, for Sekiro is actually very, very well done. I've also yes. got the collector's, edition, the collector's edition for The Last Guardian, which, I mean, say what you will about that game, the little, the little circle statue is actually quite adorable so yeah a collector's edition so i'm gonna i'll have a, a choice for my like what i would do i have a couple things i want to talk about on this mm -hmm. a collector's edition has to warrant me like i feel like if you're gonna do a collector's edition it needs to have some kind of statue like that's gonna get me in there right away a very well-made statue like the sekiro one or uh i'm trying to think of another thing that came with a really cool statue Let's say oh the Doom Eternal with the helmet, okay, the wearable helmet. Yeah, that's super fucking cool. I I didn't chuck out, uh, chalk out the money for that, but I should have. Like, it looks really really cool. You gotta give me some incentive. You can't just be like, here's a bunch of DLC shit, and then, uh, you know what the fuck ever. Like, give me a reason. Give it a reason to be called a collector's edition. Right. Like that's my biggest thing on it. Uh, the other thing is like. Now that he brought up Legend of Dragoon, Chris, what would what's the monetary amount we would pay for a Legend of, Legend of Dragoon remastered collector's edition? It came with let's say it came with a figure of Dart in the Dragoon form. Three hundred. I'd pay three hundred for it in a heartbeat. Three hundred <laughs> in a heartbeat. Well, that's the thing is because we love the franchise, and there's also. Not a lot of merchandise for this franchise. Right. If it was like Zelda, maybe we wouldn't be like, oh, 300. No, no, I, I still yeah, don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I, I hear what he's saying. It's because Zelda has so many other like options. So much like, merchandise. Yeah, like there's so many other ways you can go about it. Like if you don't get the collector's edition, it's most likely that you can get a statue or you can get a Hillian shield or a master yeah. sword. Made. Like, you know what I mean? Or like you can like do that. it. But Legend of Dragoon is completely, like you said, if you're a fan, Could you, you know. imagine that. Now I'm thinking about it. Like a full detailed, let's say about the size of that Majora's Mask uh, statue that I showed off earlier. Mm -hmm. That size of a fully transformed dart in the Red Dragoon armor, like that would be so fucking cool. Like that. Now nah, I just got like I made myself really sad. So because <laughs> I I know it'll never happen. Like I know it'll never happen. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Here's one, and it's on topic for what we talked about last week. I would pay a very good amount, probably up into the $300 range, of a new if a new F-Zero game got announced and there's a collector's edition with a super detailed Blue Falcon, like as a statue. Okay. I would pay very good money for okay, that. Yeah. And I know that's kind of a go-to, but I would pay very good money for that. What about you, Eddie? No, I mean, I would. I, I, that makes sense. Like the the F Zero game, like that, to have like a Blue Falcon, or even like a Blue Falcon with a Captain Falcon's just standing next to it and being like thumbs up. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, kind of like, like how the uh, the quote unquote Amiibo was from uh, Melee. Right. Yeah. That's, that, I I'm pretty sure that's where like Amiibos first got their like like someone was like we can make figures of this shit because that's what they look like. Yeah. From Melee. 
I'm gonna do it. Yeah, Chris, I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna set that up on my on my stream schedule and try to beat the storyline in F Zero GX. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Okay, yeah. Oof. Corey, yeah, Corey, last match. I don't know if Corey beat it, but Corey's tried to do that. I didn't. You didn't. I am like two or three missions before the final mission, and it's fucking bonkers. I am fighting. It's the first fight with the final boss, the first race. Okay. And I didn't get past that one yet. Yeah, no. I didn't beat it as a kid. No, the story mode is hard as shit. I've never beat this game. I remember, and it's because like I remember I had it for the GameCube, and I played the story mode, and I was like, oh, man. And I think I did like the three or four missions. And then I was like, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. The second mission is hardest. Like, that's where it ramps up. Yeah. yeah. When you're fighting Samurai Goro? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know. I, game, I think though. the casino stage is the hardest stage of the game. Oh, that's the one where you can't do normal turning. Exactly. Exactly. You have to use the shoulder turning. Mm-hmm. No, th- it's ridiculous. Th- it's hard. Yeah, so so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be interesting. Me take, I'm, But I, I want to do it. When we were playing F-Zero yesterday on the Nintendo 64... I, and I'm like, man, like I really need to start throwing more racing games. And I'm like, why not throw throw a racing game mm-hmm. with some story on there? And that's going to be the one that's going to go. Eddie, you need to look into Parsec. Because if you want to do racing games and play with people like us, mm-hmm. Parsec is the way to go. Yep. That's what the talk, what's what we're talking about doing for the uh, Mario Party thing. The right? Mario Party stuff, if we ever do it. If I ever go forward with it but yeah that's what we would do yeah. is we would use parsec and we've used it i mean we use parsec for the 24-hour marathon yeah so that shit works yeah <laughs> there's some circumventing and like trying to figure out which one works the best with emulators and trying to get lag down that's the biggest problem if you're trying to play a racing game there could be some really bad lag on yeah. the person on the people that are connected to the computer yeah so, but we need to look into that because yeah, we, we can play a shit ton of cool racing games. Yeah, but as far as like collector's edition, if I there's two there's two series I guess that if I could have a collector's edition, like it would be something amazing. The first one would be Final Fight. If they can give me like a Final Fight trilogy or a remaster of the entire yeah. series, mm-hmm. and then kind of give me like either a Cody or a Guy or even like a Mayor Hagger like statue, or maybe even all three of them just kind of like posing up like in a brick wall of Mac Metro City. Hagar with the pipe. <laughs> you know, something and stuff like that. Like, yeah, Hagar with the yeah. pipe. Or, cause I you could get Mayor Cody from Street Fighter Five. You know what I mean? It's just, I would like something like that. Like, maybe with an art book. Because there's so much history. Like, I see it when, like, I got one of the Street Fighter um, art books. And they talk mm-hmm. about Final Fight in there. And how much, like, it was supposed to be Street Fighter. Like, they called it Street Fighter 91 at one point. Or 89. Yep. Street mm-hmm. Fighter 89. Is what they called it. And then they're like, no, we can't. It's differentiating from like what it's supposed to be a 2D fighter to like a beat em up. So it became its own thing. But there's even like the uh, speculation that in the Street Fighter 2 intro screen where you see uh-huh. the, the guy. Ryu? Puts, yeah, no, 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 not Ryu. You see uh, it oh. looks like Cody. It's a it's a, a white guy. It's a white guy wearing a white shirt punching another dude. And they're like, that's Cody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's supposed to be Cody. Mm hmm. And so it's it's just like if they could do like its own tribute thing to that, I would I would pick that up. I would be willing to pay up to like three hundred dollars for a collection of that, like soundtracks, uh, art book, the games in physical form, like HD remastered or whatever. Like I so, would... basically, what you're saying is what Streets of Rage Four did with their limited run release is what you want with Final Fight. Exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. I could see that. Yeah, I'm mad that I didn't shell out the money for that really good edition with the Axel uh, figure. Yeah, for Streets of Rage Four, but I didn't know I was gonna love the game as much as see, I did. See, with me, it's just like I I respect Streets of Rage Four, but I will never, I won't go that far with Streets of Rage Four. But for Final Fight, right. I'll do it. You know what I mean? Right. And then the other one, you. the other one would be um, if Konami would ever do like a TMNT beat 'em up collection. <laughs> like yeah good luck but like, if, yeah yeah i know but like if i good were to have luck. like if i were to have like tmnt the arcade game tmn2 mm. the arcade game the hyperstone heist for the sega genesis and then turtles in time and turtles in time woo, dude you and, got a big old bucket list boy you're, i know you're but, asking yeah. for too much man they're beat-em-ups <laughs> they're all konami it's like you know what i'm saying it's just one of those things like if they were to release something like you that, said the magic word they're all konami yeah <laughs> and that's the problem but i would i would shell out i would shell out money for like a collection like that i mean i bought the blu-ray collector series that comes with like the first three movies and the animated one mm-hmm. and it looks like a little pizza box it comes with like yeah, a yeah, yeah. and all that stuff and mm-hmm. then i have the animated one that comes in a little in the turtle van like all the movies coming, like the DVDs. Is the that cartoon. the CG animated one? Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, it's the animated cartoon from like the '90s. Oh, okay. Yeah, it comes in a little turtle van, and it has all like the discs nice. on there for all the seasons. I was just gonna say that CG one from the early 2000s is underrated. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I I really liked it. I thought it was really good. And there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs into uh, referencing the old movies too. So mm-hmm. I enjoyed I mean it. Kevin Smith's in it at one point. Yeah. So. But um, like yeah, if they were to shell out something like that, and maybe like come out with like a, like a shredder helmet or, I don't know something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I think that would be really cool, like really solid. And um, I feel you. Yeah, it's good to get someone that doesn't say the same shit as we do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, those the one I, I the one I'm very upset that I missed out on was the the limited run special edition of Metal Storm that came out that had the statue with that, it. Yeah. And I never picked it up because I was like, I don't have enough money right now. And then it sold the fuck out. Yep. That I was like, God damn it. Shit sucks. All right. All right. Question number two. All right. I'm going to wrap all his shit up together. Fucking zombie Wait, hunter. Did, <laughs> did you answer, Chris, what kind of collection you would have? Or you just uh, jumped on the Legend of uh, Dragon? Oh, that was it. Okay. That was it. I thought you were going to make. I thought it was going to be like. Uh, uh, My fantasy. You're going to make a new one. one. Yeah. I mean, like, so here's the thing. Like, I've always maintained that I'm never going to go after a collector's edition unless it, like, presented itself in front of me. I don't necessarily care all that much. I've got too much shit as it is for me to try to find a place to put everything up than trying to figure out what I'm going to do with fucking goddamn statue space. So I don't go after collector's editions. I'll go after content. But it has to be like quality content. So like, if I'm going to play pay for a collector's edition, they're usually in the form of like fighting game complete editions or or like RPGs yeah, yeah, game of the yeah. year type shit. That's what I usually go for. The whole Sekiro thing is because I really liked Sekiro from from the looks of it. I knew that it was, was priced well. Game. And the price point was good. That's another major thing. The price point was on fucking point. The whole thing with the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That was because it sold out so fucking fast that I wasn't able to get it. And also price point was another factor. It was $200. Right. The The Last of Us collection. It was just on a whim. You have an extra one? Let me get it. I don't yeah. necessarily care because I feel like collector's edition statues are not of the highest quality. 
if I want something, I want like resin, you know. I want a resin right. yeah. statue. Well, you're also, too, you're a video game collector. Exactly. And I feel like you focus more on, I would rather spend my uh, like that money I was going to drop on a collector's edition on a game that I don't have in my library because I need it for my library. I'm exactly. the opposite. I own more video game merchandise than I do video mm-hmm. games. So <laughs> that's what I am. I've got, I've got 1,600 games in my house, and that's, you know, just, just hard copy Your- games. Yeah, your your life insurance money is your video game co- collection. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm at with that shit. So, uh Zombie Hunter says you can just you can skip the Monster Hunter one since I already basically answered. Okay. It. <laughs> Let's see. H2O says, so awesome games done quick raised a metric ass load of money to the tune of $2.7 million to the Prevent Cancer Foundation with some really killer runs while I was working on the event. There was a donation incentive that I wasn't aware of that until someone showed it to me in the volunteer Discord with a statement of who's ready for the rugby baby in Yakuza 6 speedrun. Hell yeah. I stopped working on donations long enough to see the gif of a poor baby being passed uh, like a rugby ball by uh, uh, Katano. I forget what his fucking first name is, but he's like this. He's like. This legendary crime drama actor in Japan. Yeah, Victor Ke- Victor okay. Keshi. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Vic- yeah Kita- Victor Keshi. The question is, I have for the group is, do you know what I'm talking about? And should I go out of my way to watch Yakuza 6 speedrun knowing uh, exactly why the hell they're talking about it? Yes and yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. I have no fucking idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so there is well watch a scene anyways, in Yakuza 6, the, uh, the Breath of Life. Where fucking Takeshi yeets this baby over Kiryu's head. And every, and like, time, like, fucking stops and everyone is watching him do it. I can't go into it beyond that. You have to, like, watch the scene, watch the entire skit. It's pretty fucking great. But they call it Rugby Baby for a reason and you need to go fucking watch that shit. It's, it's, it's fucking dope. Lord. It's fucking dope. I love it. All right. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to fucking say on that no, question. No, it's, it's a great God damn, scene. is that an obscure-ass it, question? It, it, it's a great scene, and honestly, like, it's it was a very pleasant surprise. I mean, for me playing that game, um, and here, here's the interesting thing, too, that goes back to the whole, the reason why I got into Yakuza 6 is because they had a cross-promotion with New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> oh my god! Everything goes back to wrestling. Every everything goes back. That's why it's goes so back weird. To it, it's like I'm watching. I'm like I started watching New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. and then they're like promoting the game. Like some of the wrestlers are going to be on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tekken Seven has a cross promotion with New Japan Pro Wrestling too. You see the Bullet Club shirts in there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just it's the reason why I picked up Tekken Seven. I've never bought a Tekken Seven game, but New Japan's in it, so I'll buy it. And I got the damn statue with. I, I can't even remember their names. Jin and the old dude. <laughs> oh, uh, from Tekken. Yeah, from What's Tekken. His name? It's the old guy. Heihachi? Heihachi. Heihachi. Yeah, yeah. Heihachi. Yeah. And so, but yeah, I remember I picked up Yakuza 6 because of the New Japan. And then when I saw that Vic Takeshi was in there, I'm like, that's the dude from uh, MXC. <laughs> most extreme challenge you know oh yeah mxc yeah, yeah. Uh, vic takeshi and uh his uh 
Oh and wait, he's oh, wait. It just dawned on me. Yes. That's who's in it. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. He's the one throwing the freaking baby. Now <laughs> I'm interested. Wait, is he? Is his character based off of him, or is he just the voice actor for that character? Oh no, the character is based. His character in, in likeness is based. He's in it. He is in Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, I got why? I got, why not? <laughs> why not, bro? He, I don't. Know, I don't. I don't know I own this him? game. I'm like that game is. Oh my like god! Yeah, the, yeah. For his, for his image, bro, like his entire career, if there was ever going to be a video game that he was going to be into or be like shown in, it's going to be Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Now, is it just Yakuza 6 or is it the whole fucking franchise? Just Yakuza, just Yakuza 6. 6. Yes. Okay, okay. It's just Yakuza 6. It's a cameo. I did not know that because I've been watching MXC on Twitch because there's yeah. a channel that runs it 24 7. Yep, I follow that channel mm-hmm. too. Yep. And I'm just yeah. like, what? Now I'm interested. Let I own well, Yakuza right. 6. Yeah. <laughs> I own Don't like all, all the Yakuza games. <laughs> yeah, that game's great. Or that show's great. Yeah. Oh my god. You just re like I was quiet because I did not know what the fuck y'all were talking about. And boom. <laughs> it just like dawned on me. <laughs> yep. Oh no. Jesus. So last question we got. Zombie Hunter asks, what do you think is on the agenda for the Nintendo Direct tomorrow? I'm gonna put it out like this. Nintendo hasn't announced that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. There's been some people that have been saying, oh, there's some movement on the website. We're expecting something soon. People have just been pointing to January 11th. They keep on saying it. January 11th, something's going to be coming out. Here's the issue. Nintendo usually puts out a premiere for the Direct 12 hours to 24 hours before the event takes place. And we've seen nothing. There is currently nothing active right now. Now, if they were planning a Direct, what would they show? I don't foresee them putting out anything super important because the big thing that everyone keeps on talking about is the Switch Pro. Mm -hmm. It is far too early for anyone to be talking about the Switch Pro at this point, even though we know that Breath of the Wild 2 is supposed to be being released at the end of this year. And there has been some rumors that it's going to be exclusive to the Switch Pro. I don't foresee them doing it now. I find it highly unlikely that even if there were to be one tomorrow and to cover my bases any time for the rest of the month, I find it very, very unlikely. Other games that they could potentially be talking about, Shin Megami Tensei Five. there could be a deep dive that they go into this month because that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah. Uh, They're not going to show anything else about Rise because they've already done that. Yeah. They're probably not going to do anything for Metroid Prime 4. Because development, from what we know, they're in the testing phase. Yeah. And and that that information just got leaked out very, very recently due to some job listings between Nintendo and Retro Studios. So if they're in the testing phase, we're not going to see anything just yet, but we should see something soon. Bayonetta 3, we just know that development is going relatively smoothly. What other games are coming out for the Switch that has a lot of hype? I mean, besides the Super Mario games, I mean that comes they, out this month. It's February, right? No, the, isn't it February? It, it comes it out in out February. Three D World, Three uh, D World comes out in February. I mean, some people are saying Diamond and Pearl remake, but where has there been? Like, usually when people are talking about Diamond and Pearl remakes or just anything Pokemon related, like there's a lot of conversation about it now. From what I've only heard, and I mean, I take a lot of my stuff from Real Mama, who is a massive Pokemon fan. Like, half her channel is just dedicated to Pokemon. And she's just like, I have not heard anything confirming that there is going to be an announcement 
Pokemon related. And the Pokemon company is big enough to do their own type of shit. So it wouldn't come out in a direct. It would come out in something that is the Pokemon company related yeah. with support from Nintendo. Right. That yeah. wouldn't that So in my opinion, because of all the things that are heavenly reliant on the Switch Pro and how I feel that it's very unlikely for them to announce the Switch Pro formally, if there is going to be something, it's going to be a partner direct. That's where I think the direction is going to go. I don't think that there's going to be anything mainline Nintendo announced just yet. We're probably going to wait for March. There was a, a document that came out. But that document looked so fucking fake with all of its misspellings. <laughs> the typewriter document. The typewriter type shit announcing, oh man, Fallout New Vegas is finally coming to the Switch. Like, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? I the only thing that I would say is like a wish list on yeah. that on that fucking document is possibly doing a Fire Emblem Echoes for Path of Radiance. That's it. That would be the only thing that I would be like, yo, I wish something like that would happen. I wanted to address so. one of the questions that Zombie Hunter had, too. He said, uh, do, what do you think the chances of Monster Hunter Rise being on another platform in the future? I mean, we saw that pretty, we don't know if it's credible, but we we, we reported on that Capcom leak a, leak a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, maybe. And yep. it was slotted for a release around six months after the initial release of Rise. And that's exactly what happened with World. But I'm also hesitant to say that that would be true because Nintendo's pretty hardcore when they want their platform exclusive shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And I don't know what they're going to show at the Direct tomorrow. Maybe they're going to show off more stuff about... Is, do we know if it's going to be a Direct or if it's going to be an indie Direct? Well, it, I like, think, no, like like Chris said, like usually Nintendo kind of sets We don't up, even know if it's going to come out. Yeah, like Nintendo... There's, there's not even anything planned on their YouTube. Yeah. Like, I'm on their YouTube right now. Usually, if there is a if there is something, at least tomorrow, they have a premiere set up. Yeah, unless they completely... You know? It's what they did for Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers was like a good... A good day ahead of mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So, but that's also that's uh, well, that's how they also got leaked the uh, what was it because they started putting in the music or something like that for like Castlevania, and that's how they like mm -hmm. ruined the spoilers or the surprises of everything that was going to happen. So maybe they're just kind of like, what are the chances that Nintendo's just like we're going to do this and we're going to do it early in the morning? We got everything ready to go. Let's surprise the people. My opinion on this whole thing is I don't think they're going to show anything about a pro system, but. February is the 35th anniversary of Zelda. So, if anything, yes. they might do that. They might showcase the... Like, maybe they'll throw out a collection because, like, nothing... They might tease Breath of the Wild, too. They might tease a date, like, when it when it's going to come out. They might tease a collection. Wait. They might tease... Uh, because every single, every single Zelda game, I think, with the exception of Ocarina, Majora's... Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess is technically available on the Switch. So four major ones are not available, but everything else is not counting the mobile ones. So if anything, I could see them doing that. And, and I Here's my counter to that. Yeah. And let me hopefully gather my, my thoughts on it before I fucking lose it. The reason why I don't necessarily think, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember seeing any sort of direct or formal announcement outside of a listing for Super Mario 3D Classic Collection or whatever the fuck it's called. 
that got listed along with like a few other like small time games. I don't remember there being a direct related to the Super Mario 3D World collection. I could be wong. It could have been part of the Mario 3D Oh yeah, the, it was the Mario 35th. Was it was? Yeah, they, they I, when they were talking about the, the 35th anniversary of Mario, or whatever, because that's when they announced Mario 35. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They announced the Super Mario World 3D World. It was coming out in February, and then they really they they showed off the uh, the All Star Collection. Yeah. Okay. Then then I don't really have anything to stand on on that. Point. Yeah. All I'm saying is just like I don't. It's there. Definitely isn't going to be anything tomorrow, but. There could be something later on in the month. That's all I can really say on it. Yeah. The other Fair thing, enough. the other thing I think um, that might be a potential thing, and this is a very far fetched because I know people were like talking about it and rumoring that I think mm-hmm. um, there was talks of like Nintendo associating with Rare, and people started hyping up the whole like oh the possibility of Nintendo sixty four like collection coming out. Or yeah, like, that's... or like an online thing, how they have like the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo and stuff like that. Oh, for sixty four, yeah, that would be next in line. Yeah, it would be the next one in line, and I mean, it'd be wild if they do that, and we get like the Banjo Kazooies, the Golden Eyes, and that's why they're talking with Rare because a lot of the staple games, <laughs> Donkey Kong Country, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold my breath on it though. Exactly. So, I mean, those are the only two things that I would like. Mainly the Zelda stuff. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it for questions. Unless anybody in chat has something. Uh, Eunice said she had something, but she forgot what it was. Oh, very well. Yeah. (laughs) She's always in our stream, so she can ask us then. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. All right, boys. So what do we got going on these weeks coming this week coming up? I got more Sonic. Um, Sonic. Let let me let me see, because I'm going to pull up this fucking tier list and shit. Games I haven't done, Triple Trouble, I mean, the Pocket Adventure. I need an emulator for that because I don't have a fucking thing for it. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've I've been really tempted to just jump into Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> like, there's also Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood. Like, ah! I've already been spoiled with a good game. I need something that's bad to remind myself that Sonic the Hedgehog games are trash. Matt McMuscles just came out with a video about The Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, what a perfect time to fucking play. You know that game is unfinished, right? I don't like, know anything game, about that game. Yeah, neither the do game I. ends on a fucking cliffhanger. I might do that. Oh, I might do that. I don't know if I'll ever complete it. Oh, so it's like the Golden um, Sun New Dawn game or whatever. It ended on a yes. cliffhanger. <laughs> yes. It's fucking Chronicles was supposed to be a sequel. So. Ugh. All um, right. Well, uh, there you Tuesday, go. I, I want to finish Egg. Uh, Egg. Friday, I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably something fighting game related as always. No shit. Um, no <laughs> shit. And then Saturday on the Mega Visions channel, I thought I was going to finish Fancy Star Four. It's from what the chat was telling me. There's like a good. It's like it's supposed to be like a 35 hour game. What? I'm maybe like 12 or 15 hours in. What? I'm following the guide, and I'm pretty sure that I'm like three quarters of the way done. So unless there's going to be like this massive grind fest, <laughs> that's that's mm. where I'm at. So I don't know. This I don't know. Like <laughs> All right, Eddie, what do you got going um, on? Um, it's my birthday tomorrow. Woo! Happy birthday, Eddie! Yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow, so uh I'm as old as Mario and the Nintendo system. You are. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, my I I will be streaming uh tomorrow. We'll be hoping to finish 
Super Mario RPG. I'm only one star. So uh, where are you at? Where are you at on it right I just, now? I can tell you how close you are. I got the sixth star from the uh, lava. Oh, yeah, you should finish it. Yeah, yeah. you'll finish it tomorrow. Yeah, from the Axum Rangers? Yeah, with the Axum Rangers, yep. Are yeah, you yeah, yeah. Axum, you're, you'll like, finish it tomorrow. So I just beat the Axum Rangers and all that stuff. Um, so I should be able to beat it tomorrow, and if everything goes according to plan, then I will con- I will start the next RPG, which um, I decided is going to be Skies of Arcadia on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Skies of Arcadia. Other than that, um, yeah, just play video games and stuff like that. It's just uh, watch Dynamite on Wednesday, see where they go with the storyline, see what's gonna happen. I do want to f- learn more video editing stuff. Like, I really want to try to get the YouTube channel up, even if it's just for clips Hit and stuff like that. I feel like I've got a good grasp on, on what's the word? I'm diversifying my content, mm-hmm. like on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all that stuff. Right. But YouTube is the one, so I'd really like to like start looking into that and learn some more video editing stuff. But yeah, Super Mario RPG, Skies of Arcadia, and uh, working working on the channel, working on the brand. Uh, the the not bullet club. The not bullet. So there club. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will be playing uh, on Monday. I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter Rise. So anyone that wants to get in on that, hit me up in the Discord. We'll be playing. I'm going to be testing out all the weapons. So we'll get a good three or four hour stream out of that. And uh, yeah, just hit me up and we can get in the voice chat and we can just check shit out and all that stuff. Tuesday will be another. Oh, I forgot to go over that. I played Celeste and I really enjoy Celeste. I really fucking like that game. That game's super fun. I was wondering if you raged it because that was a short fucking stream. I was incredibly tired that night. I was so tired. I wasn't really having anybody watching, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to dip out tonight. And then I didn't even stream the next night because I was so just like getting caught up with stuff throughout the week. But no, that game's super fucking fun. The problem was I was falling asleep, and I was like, I need to end the stream now. So I don't need to be like Eddie. So. Yeah. yeah, that was intense stuff. Let's go ahead, throw him under the bus. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Tuesday will be another indie night. I don't know. So that new Cyber Shadow game doesn't come out until the 17th, I think. So that will be the week mm-hmm. after. Oh, That's what yeah. I'm going to show off. That's the, the ninja the game ninja from one, Yacht yeah. Club games. I don't know what we're going to show off yet. I might do some more Celeste or Scourgebringer. Scotty did show me that there, uh, I think it's PlayAsia has a physical edition of Scourgebringer, so I might have to buy that. And uh, Wednesday, I keep saying it, I'm going to get back to Final Fantasy VII, but I'm still not sure yet. It's up in the air. My biggest thing is I just got to get in the mood. I don't want to play a game that I'm not in the mood to play because then it just makes for a shitty stream, yeah. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, absolutely. Uh, and then Thursday night, Thursday night we're going to be playing Scott Pilgrim on the on the Thursday night Brodown over on the Megavisions channel. So we're going to be nice. playing that. And uh, that should be it for my streams. I usually only do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I might hop in. I, depending on, I usually hop in Boss's stream on Friday night, uh, Final Boss versus, see what he's doing, and I'll jump in on some other stuff. So <laughs> Red Jaguar yeah. says Final Fantasy VII is an inferior Final Fantasy. I said it. So I don't know. I might just say fuck it and start playing Final Fantasy IX because I know I like Final Fantasy IX more than I like Final Fantasy VII. And it's been a long time since I pay- played IX, so it's all going to be new to me. Yep. So in that mod that I got, I think I talked about that mod last week. That mod makes everything look fucking beautiful. So so why not? Red Jaguar, that that take isn't hot here. No, I mean, it's that's not. That's pretty common here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never no, played IX, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. It's a good you game. I like nine. it. Other than that, you guys should go check out our merch. Uh, if you do exclamation merch. point merch in the chat, 
you're gonna wanna if you're gonna wanna get the most recent uh, or the only design we have on there because that design is gonna be changing soon. We're in the process of getting a new logo created to commemorate our new partner here. So. I, I, the problem is I love this logo so much. I love the goofy song. Th- this logo started up because, and I quote, Chris said this was a drunken idea that I had. <laughs> and then it became reality. It's a good so, logo. I'm sorry to ruin it, guys. So just, just so you know, anything can become a reality if you will it. Huh?